Welcome, everybody, to episode 55 of the Loop Apollo Show. Real quick, I would um, <clears throat> I would just like to shout out Yingling Lager for being the last straight <laughs> beer. I mean, look, they've got the military camo, and the military's already kind of woke in general now. But L- Yingling, shout out to Yingling for being the last straight beer, which I will drink from now on until I die on the podcast. Oh, I got this cotton ball over here. Fellas. Introduce yourselves for everybody that hasn't seen you or met you before on here. Well, this is my third time being back. If you haven't watched the last two episodes, I go by the name of Doubted. That's Doubted with a three, not an E. I don't mean to sound like a pretentious douchebag when saying that, but, you know, it's just confidence is key, I guess, these days. Oh, yeah. Streaming artist on all platforms, verified on Instagram. You know, I'm doing my thing just from the the yo, the city. Showing some love back to it. Oh, yeah. My name's Mark, Mark Del Signo. Everybody knows me as Scoop, though. Uh, I make some music too here and there. Um, do a couple of different things, but the most part I'm just kind of chilling. You know what I mean? Here for the vibes. Okay, fellas, how how'd you meet each other? I see <laughs> I see you guys all the time on like social media and shit together. <laughs> Obviously, you both make music. Like, how'd you? How'd you, you meet? Want, I you used to be to... taller than him. Would you believe that? <laughs> I swear. No, I swear no to shit. God. No Not shit. Right no, it really just I don't know. Grew up in Youngstown. Played football for Boardman Little Spartans. Then somehow, some way, I ended up in Struthers. And then he was, you know, we played football. He was a couple of years ahead of me. So I, don't know, I was always just seeing him around. But then, like, he was a senior when I was a freshman. That was one of the only years I didn't play football. But I would still work out and, like, being his lifting group and stuff like that. I was weak as fuck. But now, you know, the tables turn. You, yeah. you see it. But no, yeah. honestly, he's like a bigger brother for real. And uh, what happened was I, college football didn't work out for me. So then I started coming back, uh, doing the music shit. And he's been rapping. Like, he was one of the guys who motivated me as a freshman in high school to keep making music and or start making music, rapping, because we do our little rap battles in the hallway. And they were, he was one of the only three guys in the area actually posting stuff on SoundCloud back in 2015. Really? That was a big deal back then. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So, ultimately, in 20, 2019, <laughs> we come back to it, and he's like, yo, you're making music, and you're actually sounding good. I brought him over to my apartment. And this is when I was still recording myself. It sounded like shit. And we made it. We caught up a few tracks. And then we got back into, or we went into the Nexus Sound Studio, and we made it happen from that day on. We've been just LinkedIn, bro. And like I said, I've known this cat for like 10 plus years, so I don't think I can get rid of him at this point. Oh, yeah. No, it was actually crazy. Like, he he was a freshman when I was a senior. I graduate. He leaves Struthers. I don't see him for like three years, dude. And then I'm down at Struthers High School playing, like, flag football with a couple different people. And this freaking giant just, like, comes out of nowhere. I'm like, that's not Ryan Muse. You guys are lying to me. That's not who that is. Yeah, man. I mean, like, when I left Struthers, I was, like, 5'8", 260. 
and then <laughs> the funniest thing about that is I'd, I'd link up with some of my Struthers friends, and they look they had to look up at me at this point. I'm like six four and a half, three hundred and thirty pounds. They're like, where did Ryan go? Huge, damn, huge. Yeah, I'm a big boy. <clears throat> Drank a lot of milk as a kid. <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Because people have turned on milk as of late. I'm not a big milk guy, bro. I don't I drink milk. it anymore. Yeah, yeah, the only milk, milk that I will drink is from a breast. That's it. That's the only milk that I will drink. Anything else is just shit. It's not It's not good. It's not happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. You must now, have never had Baker's milk then. No, Baker's I, milk. Dude, Whoa. What, what's, Baker's, what's Baker's milk? Whole milk. It's, uh, it, it's like... Ahead. It's like, you know how like they put like uh like a lot of like shit in milk now. This yes. is like the closest thing you can get out the tit, basically. Oh, bro, it's like down in like uh down in like Crestview area. Really, bro, bro, so fucking good. They have different flavors. They have like cotton candy, root beer, <laughs> chocolate. That no was that chocolate. Way. Uh, banana. Uh, bro, they have like so. Wait, many is flavors. that the one that they sell at White House? Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah, it's not White House, but yeah, they, they still they, they have like, like the plastic, like weird. Yeah, it's like you, you gotta peel it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah they still the cookies have, and cream one. That one was good. Yeah, cookies and cream. They have a they have a sparkle and shit. Mm. By far, best milk out there. And the thing is, it's a local dairy farm, so it's yeah. like it's always fresh. Yeah, we're local. giving them free promo right now at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Where where yeah. can we find them? Uh, well, starters White House Fruit Farm up the road, yeah. Canfield. Yeah, best blueberry donuts ever. Oh, of course, of course. Wait, but what's the deli? What's uh horse? Horse something down horse. down in uh, down in near near Rogers in New Waterford. Listen, dog. listen, huh. best fucking subs anywhere. Huh. I swear to God, fuck Dave's Cosmic Subs, fuck Firehouse, fuck Subway, all that shit. Nah, you're sleeping, go to bro. Horse. You're sleeping on public. So no, listen, bro. Go, no, bro. go to it's Horse. Fresh out of the Amish guy. No, it's it's nice they're midnight. They're midnight. a difference. Well, listen, uh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Publix, I, Publix is good. Come on, Publix. Now. Is listen, good. dude. I, listen, that changed my life when I went down to Florida last year. And I'm sitting there, and everyone's like, bro, you got to try a pub sub. I'm like, what the fuck is a pub sub, bro? I go there, it's 10 bucks, you get a fucking sub this big, and you get a chicken tender sub, then you have a toss and any dressing or sauce you want, bro. I'm telling you, you can shake your head all you want until you eat that shit. Dude, this is the best sub I've ever had in my life. Go to, horse, chain. go to Horace Sub and Deli. It's all fresh. Everything's fresh. Everything. Cheese. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, let's plan a fucking date, then. Like, you got to <laughs> yeah, go, bro. Listen. listen. The donuts they have down there, the fucking... They got baker's milk, obviously. That's they the got best. baker's milk. Yeah, they got pizza. And then also on top of that, the farm is two minutes around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, they got frozen pizzas in there, bro. Yeah. They, have, they have like a, a garlic mm-hmm. garlic one with like huh. white sauce on it. Bro. Fantastic, bro. I'm telling you. I guess we've been missing out, dude. I, I Listen, so, then yeah. also, if you go down there on Fridays, go down to the Rogers Flea Market, they have Amish donuts down there. Best fucking like normal like glazed donuts you'll ever have. Hmm. Better than White House? Listen, bro, I'm not saying, be- like, the best donuts. I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, bro, the way I was known for the blueberry donuts. Facts. Let's be honest. Yeah. Dude, they got a slap and Butterfinger but listen, one, too. Bro, like these, these, these almost donuts are, like, fucking this big, dog. <laughs> They're huge. You gotta go try them. Okay, speaking <laughs> of Amish, do you, th- do you guys think it's, like, a hoax? Yeah. Like being Amish? I think uh, some of them live by, like, their shit, but, like, I think some of it's fake, too. I used to talk to a girl, and her dad actually escaped being Amish. Mm-hmm. And so she said, like, when you're Amish, you get... When you turn 18, you get a chance to, like, go out into the real yeah. world. Yeah. 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 Like, to be, like, a normal human. What's it called? Yeah. But, like, if you if you choose to go, like, leave, that like, you can't come back. Yeah, there's also Fuck a, that. They also have a party. <laughs> it's called a rumspringer. What's that? 
bro. It's like <laughs> a, you know all this shit about Amish, like. bro. I lived in the country, bro. I lived out in Rogers. I, that's all I had was fucking Amish around me. <laughs> but it's like you it's were all, the sticks. They were like fu- they were fucking around you. Wait, what? Is that what whoa, you said? Whoa, 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 whoa! Like, I mean, I'm like, sure they yeah. were, but I don't think. Yeah, they are. I have a story though yeah, that tell, revolves around that. Tell it though. So. When I would take my trips on the Greyhound to get from Youngstown, or no, it was actually from Akron to Hawking University where I went to school. I'll never forget this. We stopped in the middle of Mansfield, like the middle of fucking nowhere, like nothing. And I felt so bad because like this Amish family came in and they were Mennonites, I believe. Mm-hmm. And like I'm sitting there with my beats on, my laptop, my phone. I look to my left and this kid has like not like he has like just his flannel and holes oh. in his pants. He's just staring at me like like I'm a fucking alien like yeah. he doesn't know what i'm doing i'm like i'm like i almost wanted to show him the netflix show i was like watching but i feel like he would have been like shunned from his little situation but it was just yeah. silly dude they move different but like don't you think that would have been a good thing if you got him shunned dude, I, mean, I don't know i mean bro, he he I, guess it. It I, mean, I just want to know why the fuck he was going from mansfield to like basically ohio university I was like, what are you doing down here? Like, well, right, there's almost community down there too, probably. You think they're going to travel a horse and buggy all the way down there? Come on, bro. They got to travel some way. That's, That's dedication, though, bro. That's dedication. <laughs> no, but like the whole moral of that was just like, you really get, you got to see from the outside mm-hmm. looking in, like, oh, these these dudes do not live like this. Because like his eyes are like, he, he it felt like I was like an alien to this dude. Like I have like the drip on. I have my headphone like i said all that electronical shit and it's like this cat uses a candle to the shower you know he has a candle lit you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know how they move but like no they do they do different things like that yeah no like i felt bad bro in rogers dude i seen like kids on the side like route seven riding from like where they lived at like they live on my road no shoes and shit, really? yeah no shoes just pushing the fucking scooter up route seven to go to the store and shit like they're like maybe bro they had to be like but seven years okay old. so to tie into what you were saying though being a hoax like yeah i don't know man i could see why it'd be a good scheme because they get to they don't have to pay taxes correct american tax. i don't know i don't think they have to pay taxes no but i mean how do you own property and not pay property tax that's because it's their own like i've read religion I, yeah i believe it's their own like territory or unless something they like just that. buy it that, that's tax. crazy i, don't fucking I have know. no idea but like yeah, it, you could claim to be like a church in america like even the church of satan in 2018 they were tax exempt like wow. any religion any church tax exempt they don't have to pay taxes that is pretty so I'm just gonna say you, you can taxes. you can start pizza Jeez. religion and i guess you won't have to pay taxes what about fat religion is that a thing I'm not gonna speak on fat people. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's 2023. Yeah, we can't fat shame yeah. no more. Yeah, I mean, but, we're big guys, so like, but like, it doesn't really bother us. We, like, we can say it to each like, other. Like, like, can can we say fat religion? Like, we're, we're fat. Religion. What would we study? Fat religion. Like, let's be real. What would we honor? Why we why we fat? Or like, it's because we didn't put the fork down. You could uh, you could start you a meal plan. Or it could be like a glandular problem or whatever. What's yeah, that? Bro, like, there's, there's multiple thyroid right? problems. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're like well, categorizing bro. yourself, bro. <laughs> Chill out. Listen, Chill out. we just start. How we just start our religion? We don't pay taxes. Fuck the government. Yeah. <laughs> What's our flag gonna be? Our uh, <laughs> a Buddha on the fucking flag. <laughs> it could be like one of those, you know, like those Chinese like cartoon like fat like sumo characters, but not really sumo. <laughs> more so, just like they ate a lot. Yeah. Well, like the dumpling cartoon. Well, listen, guy. some religions or you know groups of ethnicities or whatever races 
I believe, like, I mean, at least back in the day, like, fat people, that, they used to be, like, that meant you had it going on. That meant yeah, your, you your pockets money. were heavy. You, you had know money. What I mean? That means you had money yeah. if you was eating good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we can honor that, I guess. We say we got bread, and we eating bread, so. But I feel like now. I like bread, bro. I'm go- Italian. Yeah, me too. I feel like now, like, the foods that are more fat, like your junk foods and stuff. I actually did a, I wrote a paper on this. Like the foods that are, um, sorry, the foods that are uh like cheaper to buy are the more like these. Yeah, I like to show these. Like no, you're good. You got some Pringles. The the foods that are cheaper to buy, like those are the ones that are worse for you. The ones are more expensive. For sure. Like your fruits, vegetables, um, premium meats too. Like your meats that you would get at um. Really anywhere besides like a giant eagle. I wouldn't I wouldn't get meats from giant eagle, but like um yeah, any any quality meats like that are really expensive. Thousand percent. It's harder to eat healthier these days because like I don't know. Surprisingly, I've lost thirty five pounds since that last episode, but I've just been working out four times a week for the past twelve weeks. Yeah. But I eat like shit, mm-hmm. but it like almost cancels itself out. It's almost like I'm in a dirty bulk. But like I want to eat clean. But when I travel down and see my family in Florida, they like. Dude, they eat so clean, but it's mad expensive. You can go get a burger and, like, Wendy's four for four. It's like, fuck, yeah. you know, I'm full, but you're yeah. only temporarily full. That's what I was just about to say. Like, inflation has made that stuff go so high. I used to work at Catullo's, mm. like the butcher shop in Poland. Yeah. That's actually closed now, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, bro, and, like, I mean, back then, you used to be able to buy, like, ground beef at, what, like, five, six dollars a pound? Like, yeah. at a place like, like 11, that, bro, um, Yeah, it's, like, crazy expensive. And, like, well, like the weirdest thing, too, to is to, when you eat shitty like that, you know, it it almost like he'll, it keeps you more full. That yeah. must be like GMOs and shit. But like when I eat clean, I get so much more hungrier. It slows your metabolism. Yeah. When your metabolism's slower, you're not like going through that energy source as fast. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You said you worked at a butcher shop. Like, do you realize like a lot of them are closing down right now? It's kind of crazy. Like, do you why? Why is that? Yeah, that's what I was asking. You guys know why or anything like that? I really just think it's because of the the cost of beef, bro. Like the cost of beef is wildly expensive. Yeah, chicken got expensive wildly. for a minute too. All yeah, meats, but like, wasn't it like a chicken sh- shortage or some bullshit? Yeah, like chicken wings. That, yeah. yeah. How was there a chicken shortage, bro? Like, yeah. there's chicken wings, wings, but there's no. There's two well, wings on a chicken. Well, you what, go, I don't. Like, <laughs> when you go and get like a dozen of wings, that's like what six. Six like six chickens that were murdered just for those six wings. Yo, like, I'm just saying, shot you know, those chickens, they were good as fuck. Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you become like an animal activist on here? I'm not an animal activist, not at all. I mean, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. I care for the animals and I care for all of Earth's beings and species. I'm just saying, like, you notice shit when you're going to buy your own food. It's insane. All right. I have a question, and it might come out as, like, cruel, but it's just a question because I've never really owned an animal besides a fish. <laughs> Why aren't you able to like hit dogs? It's abusive, dog. Right, but yeah, like yeah. it's like hitting a girl. No, it's not. <laughs> it exactly is. No, bro. it's not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I couldn't do it. No, because I mean, like I, I, I think couldn't. About it, like this dog. Like you know, I've been I've had so many dogs in my life, and like they'll piss or their shit all over the house. What am I supposed to do? Smack the shit out of them for something they did 20 yeah, minutes? Dude, at least smack anything the house. that's like they do learn after a minute, but. Yeah, anything that doesn't like acknowledge why you're just like smacking it and it's shit, you shouldn't hit it and it's shit. Yeah. You know? But like, like, like a kid, yeah, but like you people, shouldn't hit it and it's shit. Like, like people hit kids. There's discipline and then there's like. <laughs> yes, there's discipline and then there's abuse. There's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, there's so yeah, like, I'm talking about like, uh, I guess discipline. <laughs> discipline. Okay, so like, I don't know, when a dog, anytime I've seen like a dog like fuck up, I don't know, if it shits in the living room, 
I don't know why people do this. I've seen people like bring their dog and like, see, you see what yeah. you fucking did? Yeah. Like it doesn't understand. Yeah. I also think there's like a level of responsibility that you have to yeah. accept. Yeah. Like, if you want a dog, you have to be okay with it's the like fact a kid. that your dog might shit on your floor. Like, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I think like a lot of, like, I mean, I show them it, smack them on the butt, like, no. But like, it's like. But else do you do to it? Chill out, chill out. Bro, you gotta chill, dog. <laughs> chill out. We with that shit. Listen, I'm from the country, but I'm not from Alabama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, it's even closer than that. West Virginia, I'm sorry. Yeah. PA. Shout out the volunteers. I don't know. I'm not advocating for animal abuse or anything like that, but just like for discipline. I never got it. I don't know. It was just on my head. Sorry. I'm not advocating for animal abuse. That took a weird turn. Real quick. Yeah, that, was, that escalated very This quick. is about yeah. to go. Farther so turn, what topic are you? What topic do you want to get into next? Oh, I got something. Well, we could talk about the submarine. Oh God, yes. here we go. We have to talk yeah, about the submarine on our yeah. minds. I think yeah. we, while we were setting up, I was in Florida when it happened. I was like, I saw it on Facebook. I just saw a post. Somebody's like, so we're just not gonna acknowledge that a submarine went missing. This episode's already a sinking ship, as it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, but all right, yeah, yeah. What are you, what are your thoughts? I think the craziest part about it is the guy who owned the company literally made a million dollars. And he was a millionaire for what an hour and forty five yeah. minutes, and then his boat imploded. Like, I mean, he was probably already a million. I will say about the whole. You know what I mean, like, imagine playing two hundred fifty k to die. Right. Just I'm not That's gonna lie. Fine. I really looked into it. I went down that rabbit hole, and it's like, I don't know, man. It's just like the saddest reality of that whole situation is the nineteen year old kid. He did not want to go down there, and he did it because it was like Father's Day or something like that, and he was honoring his dad. And next thing you know, these guys go down there and. Everyone's like, "Oh, they're missing." No, you're twelve hundred. You're twelve thousand feet below the surface. I, I looked at. They were breaking down the math of this shit. Like, they were saying it was like, but where they imploded, it was like eighteen million pounds of pressure per square inch, or some crazy shit they like that. They imploded like an hour and a half into the trip. Exactly, and the, they never made it to the. Well, yeah, and the craziest part about it is that shit happened in a millisecond when it imploded. They died before they even realized what was going on. It was insane. It's a, it's a sad reality, but honestly, it's like I saw how egotistical the pilot was. This dude was fucking driving a submarine with a Logitech thirty dollar controller. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You think the battery's done? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the biggest question. <laughs> Here's what I got. Here's the biggest question about it. All right, nobody has even brought this up either. The fucking Navy said that they heard knocking. Yeah. What the hell did they hear? Because the boat already imploded. Bro, it's the ghost on the fucking Titanic, dog. <laughs> what they hear, bro? The ghost on the Titanic, bro. They want you to know they're down there. They're trying to have you come save them. No, they were like Rose, Rose and Jack. No, yeah. They're like, we're listen. down here. No, they're, they're alive, bro. Come on. They're they survived. They're mermaids. They, they, they were saying, like, oh, there's tapping. There's signs of life. If you actually listen to it, the first you hear is, like, the combustion of the shielding, and then the second one is the actual implosion, and then the rest of the sounds you're hearing are echoes because of how low they are from the implosion. It just keeps going, going, going. The shit's insane. Wow. They literally scientifically said because of how much pressure was on, like took place that being that low, they their bodies literally turned to gel. But like, do you think like it like it like start like crunching up or some shit Dog, it, it happened happens. within a millisecond like yeah bro oh, I'm, about yeah, to say, I'm talking like it, cause you, like you, you take a pop can you go like that no it was like it was so fast yeah. I was gonna say say like they got down so far you think like it started crunching up and they're like hey no we should go no more he's like nah fuck it we're going straight forward no they lost communication from what I heard too uh, yeah something like that as yeah, well yeah probably would have imploded dog that's it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear about it until two days after it happened. All I know is they said they had like more than one controller. <laughs> and I don't know how the fuck they got Bluetooth down. I don't, listen, if you're a billionaire, the fuck are you getting in a submer- like a submarine like that? And they are literally like, what do you, if you watch all the TikToks of them leading up to it, like, bro, this cat is sitting there controlling this device or this this tube with the Logitech controller. I would have never, I'm, yeah, I'm getting out, bro. I'm getting out. Yeah. I can't lie, they deserve to die. Whoa. <laughs> okay, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, no, for real. Like, experimental company. You pay two and a half K. Yeah. They were, like, because I read up too, the guy who was pushing, like, bro, they, they actually fired. The one of the main uh, well, the dude said it wasn't yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, they brought up the yeah. fact that it was going to be too like risky. They fired him. They they sent multiple people down there before though. That's the thing. They've done a couple trips, yeah, but I, I don't, don't think know. they actually sent people in it. They have yeah. some chick did like a video. On I saw it. that she went too. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she went down and recorded it. They scheduled a documentary for Thursday. Mm-hmm. To, it was last Thursday to come out like right after it happened. Isn't that fucking weird? Mm-hmm. That is so no, weird. no, but yeah, if you watch it, like I was really getting. Like I said, down that rabbit hole with the TikToks and like, dude, like just like it was eerie because then there was a YouTuber who was actually supposed to go down with them, but something happened and he ended up having to leave and it saved his life. Dude, Mr. Beast? No, no, I forget his name, but all I know is like he, the funny or the craziest thing about it too is he's like actually like documenting his info or his uh, video that he was taking, mm-hmm. and he's like sitting there saying, "I'm not like." You know, trying to get rich or cloud off of this experience, but, like, this is the truth. Like, I was with them gearing up for this trip, and next thing I know, um, I had my life saved because of a technicality. And he proceeded to blow up in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Better up there than down there. Yeah, exactly. A part of me wants to see that video in slow motion. Just, like, see, like what the process is like you've seen the memes bro they're going insane right now like, yeah. Like, yeah. like the funniest one i saw was uh <laughs> it was it was the picture of the the sub and it was a uh, dom Toretto's car and it was like when family's on the submarine it's just him driving down there you've seen all this crazy Dude. shit the saddest reality though i'll finish up on that is these five people died and it's still a very it's a it catastrophe is, it is sad it is yeah. sad but like just to see the only the only thing i take away from this is like to see how cruel and modernized like meme and all that shit has gotten like for the memes and it's there's been no compassion because everyone's like they're fucking billion like you saw what cardi b said about the son the son of one of the billionaires went to go he went to a blink 182 concert after and she was cussing him out on or she was just making a big fuss about uh him not mourning correctly he's like what do you want me to do like do you want me to sit there and cry about something that i had no control of i'm yeah. just trying to mourn the way i know how to mourn you're disgusting you're you're speaking on my family dying yeah it's just fucked i mean honestly uh, kuda or rp to all of them but the fucking pilot stockton i think his name was dude like he was alerted and advised not to do this he kept pushing they fired two people and then uh, next thing you know, this shit happens. And the craziest thing that I'll end on that with is um, they already have applications for a new... The new so, yeah. Damn. Now, a couple of days after that happened, not even a week, they're trying to replace some now, whole crew. You think the mil- the millionaires, you think they like had had like some like secret type shit that's why they want to keep a lot of conspiracy out. there's a lot I'm of just saying that and also, and also how the fuck were they hooking up bluetooth down there and they don't got signal yeah. <laughs> who do you think they was listening to Finito? <laughs> bro I'm just <laughs> saying bro that shit's crazy. Yeah. here's my theory people, once you get to like a certain level 
like don't you have like advisors that like like the guy who was like the CEO what like how was there like just nobody part of his like personal groups or anything that was like yo homie you're like a pretty important individual you probably shouldn't do this of all people like, but think about it if you have that much money like that much fuck you money who are you going to listen to you know what I mean I my conspiracy my theory is that they were pressured into going down there and it was made to look like an accident maybe the there were two billionaires maybe the two billionaires had blackmail on them like with the Epstein stuff right mm-hmm. um they allegedly have or had all this this shit on like celebrities and politicians and all these famous people <clears throat> like videos of them having sex with underage girls okay so what if they had something like that and they literally said like i don't know the people in power whoever they are they're fucked up they have all these these evil intentions and so my theory is like that they were holding blackmail over them some sort of blackmail whether it was a video picture whatever and they said you go down there and mm-hmm. you know you might come back you, you might not i mean <clears throat> chances are you probably won't with all this stuff or they sabotaged it uh or oh, shit or you can uh you know you could live with this and we could release this you know what i mean you never know from what i heard too and um i believe one of the passengers was like uh, a minister of like the secretary of defense or something for pakistan Mm. and you already know pakistan's got their hands dirty with a lot of shit going on in the world so it's like who knows what the greater scheme of things are with this situation bro, the united states does of course everybody bro we, we all we know. about to is world war three about to happen still oh, we're getting into we've that been, we've been on the brink of world war three for a year yeah. and a half now yeah, bro. apparently I'm over that bro apparently putin fled the country because there was like an uprising in russia yeah yeah Dude, it's, it's crazy how the media just stopped covering that yeah it's so weird bro because you know, over here, Western civilization, United States, Europe, Canada, etc. <laughs> like, we're hearing about it from one perspective, but then you see a video of, like, a McDonald's in um, Ukraine, whatever. Like, Kiev or whatever. Yeah, in yeah. Kiev. And it was beautiful. And it was all these young people, clubs in Kiev. And, like, there's, it doesn't look like there's a war. But then you see other videos in Ukraine, and the cities are completely fucked buildings have collapsed um all just debris and shit like that so i don't know you could i feel like you could see that type of stuff very like think about like la like like compton and like hollywood are not that far from each other you're right yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like i don't know i feel you, you know right. i know yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. like a thing yeah, you know that, what i mean it's a good point like i don't know because like there i with with like how media is and there's always so many common misconceptions on what's on, you know, there's so many things that are tampered with and um, the media pulls it apart and puts it back the way that we, they want us to perceive it. Yeah. And unfortunately, with that being said, it's like, you know, what can you, and you know, what can you believe and what should you not believe? And I don't know, like I said, for instance, I haven't heard anything about the Ukraine war and I haven't seen anything. And then we can bring up our, you know, COVID-19. Nobody fucking talks about that shit. No one talks about the vaccinations. No one talks about all the deaths. Think about how big that was. It was just, a, in my opinion, I, I believe it was just caused to create mass hysteria and control. It, it worked. Yeah. It definitely I think worked. It think about how different life has felt since 2019. It's 2023 now. Look, look how fast those years have gone. Look how much 
people have changed. And the, the crazy thing too, and I know everybody listening or watching can pick up on look how different people act in society. Yeah. You know, no, like people can't hold eye contact when you speak to them. You know, there's certain people who just lack the confidence to go up and talk to each other now because we were trapped in our houses for fucking eight to nine months. Yeah, and, and think about the two, the kids that were being raised in that time. Exactly. You're being trained to wear a mask. You, you're not having normal human contact. You're having class on computers and shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be like, I feel like there might be some sort of like developmental gap. I yeah. think there already is, like, yeah. For sure. You know I mean? Yeah. Now, do you guys think that COVID was a cover-up for something bigger than what was actually going on? There? I just think, it, in, my pre- in my personal opinion, I think it was a social experiment. I think, think, some, what, I think they're hiding something else bigger. What could be bigger, though? That That's like, if that's true. Oh, there's there's if, a lot. Like, we could tell you. What if there was something else... <laughs> Well, there was something else going on in the world. Like, it's yeah. like, yo, we're literally killing like a fucking quarter of the population, but like we're doing this. You, it, it's like crazy to think because that's not that's Luke's, really not that crazy to think. Huge, that, Luke's fuck, like that. Oh. Sweater right now. He's ready the to go. Shit that yeah. they're covering up. It's insane, bro. Which which one which one do you want to talk about? We could talk about the implementation of uh, a social credit score like they do in China, where um, if you have like a low social credit score, you can't do things, you can't leave the country. God That's forbid wild. you speak out about the government, bro. They 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 communism right over there. Uh, you so say what's communism? No, that is communism. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. communism-based mm-hmm. com- yeah, country here. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. It's like a pseudo version of communism and capitalism because they have this uh, emphasis on making money, but they, the businesses are representations of the government, mm-hmm. so they're connected. So, like, the business can't do anything that the government doesn't want it to do, but on, on, on its surface, it still <laughs> looks like capital. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. But no, there's some... So there's that, and then there's the baby blood conspiracy <laughs> with the elites, like the actors, actresses in Hollywood, the thought... What's the baby blood conspiracy? you saw the boys? You never heard about that? Yeah. No. I'm not going to speak on certain shit. Like, That's that. You think? That's okay, that. my, my theory was that that was either like a representation of like politicians, or that the boys was like actually representing like it was mimicking actresses and actors. So I think they just used superheroes as like the representation. Yeah. But like, if you think about it, there's like a thing that went. You're right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But they did everything. What was that thing they called? They were the actors. The, they were the singers. Mm, they were the. They were in movies. They were everything. They, they, they had everything. The, they had the steroids, the superhero drug. The um uh. The V, V, yeah, Factor V, yeah, or Fulton yeah, V, yeah, yeah. Dude, where the I'm fuck? Lost, you don't dude. know what you're talking about. What the fuck are you guys talking about right now? You guys have Amazon Prime. I'm like looking back and forth, like, you guys have Amazon Prime. Superheroes, no, actors. Not to cut off. Speaking of Amazon, I'm flying out of uh, Sarasota in February, and I'm flying into Nashville. Now I heard rumors and I saw things online about Amazon One. Do you know what that is? The mm-hmm. fuck is that? Bro, it's kind of fucking creepy. So, what it is is you can scan your hand. Oh, no, 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 no. I know it. Yeah, you yeah. can scan your hand and it'll doc, you know, it'll document you as who you are to your own Amazon account. And then you can literally put your hand over this thing and then go and shop. You can pay. It's like Amazon 1 is like basically cat or Apple Pay, but you pay with your fucking hand. So no. basically, like takes your yeah. So it basically like documents your handprint, your, your fingerprints, handprint. and then you literally put it over. And I'm at the fucking airport, and I literally heard about this a week before I left. I couldn't believe how fast they implemented it. They already had it at the airport in Nashville. Yes, because like right near the Shake Shack, I was getting fucking burger, and then I look over to my left and I see the Amazon like store area, 
and then literally it has like a little belt like one of those little conveyor belt things or whatever uh the spin spin thing that you walk through at a baseball game or whatever you put your hand on and it unlocks and then you can go buy you can go grab anything and then you know you scan that shit and then you pay with your fucking hand so the only reason why i brought that up is because the conspiracy behind that is you already know how iffy amazon and bezos has been and how controlling that i don't no. know i don't want to speak do you, on shit that'll get me caught up do you, need, do you need a chip for that or no i can't remember off the top of my head i can't remember but i remember it being such a big deal on instagram and then uh, literally a week later i'm at the airport and i see this guy literally put his fucking hand on this thing the door unlocks he goes in there and he can go shot i'm I, saying this if you're a criminal you don't want to do that shit no not at all i would say if, if you just all. committed someone's if you just committed murder on someone you're fucked Bro, i've worked for amazon uh, like they do a swab dna test mm-hmm. and then they will hire anyone so it's like what are they documenting? I think it's so much... De- I mean, this is my little conspiracy. I think it's so much deeper than just a fucking swab test because what are they really going to do with that? You know what I mean? Like and a drug, te- a drug the, test? The experts will say, oh, you have nothing to worry about. Well, yes, the fuck you do. The only reason you people are saying you don't have anything to worry about is because you're getting paid by Amazon and companies so like... Yeah. Yes. I worked for them. I worked for an Amazon <laughs> in North Jackson, Ohio, then I worked for one in orlando in obviously two huge different markets yeah and the hiring process is you apply online and you instantly get a um a date you get to choose to go and literally the hiring process is you give them your two forms of id you then you don't do a piss test you go and do the fucking swab test yeah and then they email you said you're hired just meet us here for orientation Wow, that doesn't make sense. Isn't the swab test like a drug test? Yeah, it's, it's a drug test, but because come on, like they do that's that literally just like they do that Home Depot too. Yeah, they do that a lot of places now. Yeah, I get it. And I'm not like I don't know. I've always thought it was weird. I'm not trying to say oh Amazon crazy this that, but I mean it's it's always stood out to me because I've worked in their buildings too, and they'll cut you off quicker than they brought you in too. And their port, yeah. their whole point system too. It is the easiest place to work in America, in my opinion. You can miss like six days and then you'll be fired you know yeah, most, most places you you call off you're fucking fired i'll never forget the one time i called off on father's day at a diner this shit's funny this guy calls me i worked six days in a row i was like i'm fucking calling off he calls me he's like hey ryan you're off the schedule i'm like yeah for today right he's like no indefinitely <laughs> no shit so yeah i mean that's a little off topic but it's just like i don't know the, the only reason i brought that story up is because think about how lenient amazon is Versus like your normal mom and pop place. Yeah, it's weird. places like that they they operate on like a next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be like, replaced okay, so quickly. Uh-huh. And you know how hard it is to get back into an Amazon after that shit. Because I left Florida to come back here and I had to quit. So now I have to at least wait. And I mean, I don't have plans to ever go back, but it's like <laughs> you have to wait a whole year just to be even reconsidered. But that kind of reminds me of like how uh, Blaine brought up last week, like what his coach. Yeah, he's like. He's like, you can be basically be replaced. Like that. Next man up. Oh, especially, yeah. I mean, Dude, any, Division any, one football. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Think about how hard, like, I know Blaine personally. Think about how hard that guy had to work to get to where he's at. You sprain an ankle and you miss a couple games, you're losing your spot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then who knows how that guy's going to perform. And he yeah. might outperform. And there's no telling if you're going to get back to that. I played college football. Yeah. You know, I played for a semester and I got thrown in the fire. I'm 18 years old playing against 25-year-old guys at the JUCO level. And... Um, I was lucky, I guess, to just start start immediately. But like, I've seen the good JUCOs that we would play, and like, dude, they had like a, a team of 100 kids, 
and I was playing against this five-star athlete who was committed to Tennessee. I played against him for two quarters, and then they replaced him with three guys the rest of the game. Fuck. And they were better than him. So you never know what you can risk getting hurt or skipping class, getting in trouble, getting, excuse me, getting suspended. You know, it's all, you know, I think in all faucets of life, there's so much with that next man up mentality. You got to be on your shit. You never know. Yeah. 100%. I want to, I want to go back to the conspiracy talk. I feel like, yeah, this episode's been all over the place so far. It's going to get crazier because I got more, I got another thing to ask too. I feel like we, shit could have gone really bad for us. I feel like we're kind of now, ever since COVID happened, we're like in the twilight zone and nothing makes sense. I mean, I think there's good Democrats and good Republicans, but like Biden is just fucking like how he does shit every day. It's like, how are you the president? And then Trump, too. Like, bro, they're on his ass right now. Yeah, but like, bro, like we would. It would be so crazy because like I'd pull up. I was in high school at the time when he was president and like. I get there and somebody be like, "Bro, look what he's tweeted today." Yeah, <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, how? Are, like, how are you? Like, like, how does this make sense? And how are we all okay with it? Like, what happened? What shifted? We're like, we expect such, so much less out of our leaders than what we did, bro. The saddest part is we just accept it too. Yeah, it's it's, it's media, bro. Like, Why are these the yeah, only like, two options? Think about it. It's, I think it's a sense of entitlement, though. Like, what even makes the president of the United States think that they're able to fucking tweet that they hate LeBron James or something? Like yeah, that? like, like it's that like he's a member of the United States. And I'm not even saying like if you could hate LeBron James, if you want to find your yeah, opinion. like opinion, when you're the president of the United States, you're held to a different standard. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, what do you guys think, like? What do you guys think? That's like, fine. you're not the president. You're allowed to have that opinion. You know what I mean? What do you guys like think? Like, the I an ideal trait for a president is like you know because the election's coming. It's more only a year, almost a year. I and can't a, believe it. Yeah, if Biden wins again, bro, I don't think he'll win. They're gonna replace him. Not to interrupt that. We'll get back to that. Go but ahead, the funniest yeah. thing about that is like, <laughs> I watched so many friendships tarnished over this past election, and it's like. All those Biden thumpers are so fucking quiet right now. All those yeah. people who had his fucking balls in his hand are so quiet. No, they, I know one lady that she has. She still has a Biden sign on her car. That's cool. I mean, do what you gotta do. do whatever though. helps you sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna vote for Luke Paula. No, he, don't. He's vote not even old enough. President. I gotta be 35. And uh, even for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Here's something that I would want to say. <laughs> Stone really Cold Steve Austin. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to be the president. Why would you want to be the president when you could be like a Bill Gates or a Jeremy Rothschild and you could not yeah. J- Jacob Rothschild or Klaus Schwab and you can control the president? That's what I want to be. Yeah. There we go. There's my campaign to all the billionaires that nobody knows their names out there. If you're watching this, which you're probably not, but if you're watching this, I don't want to be the president. I want to be with you, the leaders of the world, the true the leaders elite. of the, the true the elite. elite of the world. Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping, uh, Biden, Kim Jong Un. That's the guy. That's the guy from China. Kim Jong Un. Okay. Whoever's from North Korea, yeah, right? Yeah. None of these people rule the world. It's it's you guys. 
Yeah. You guys do. So I would like to be in the group. I don't care what I have to do. Listen, I'll, I'll shoot baby blood in my just a little bit of baby blood. What the that's fuck, fine. baby blood? That's fine. Okay. Listen, it makes you like immortal or some fucking. You can you can do whatever you want. But when you guys when you guys try and take over the world and you and you give us social credit scores, you can you can come to me and I'll be with you. I'm on your side. That's all I'm. That's all I'm Who's saying. saying this because you don't want to die. What do you think the deciding factor is to like? decide somebody's social credit score like we're all sitting here having like a very like in-depth conversation are we getting like boosted points right now like, okay so what's, here, basically i'm drinking a cotton candy beer right now you have that booster that's you like think? like pink and blue that's like multi it's all it all has to do with authoritarian yeah. governments and dystopian futures so basically you have to protect you have to show that you're loyal to the government Alright, so, um, yeah, like in China, okay, if you said something bad about the government or about Xi Jinping, the president who's elected. What do you mean my Pringles now? Um, yeah, you're good, you're good. Um, just make sure you don't shoot uh, loud. Maybe, maybe I was about to say, you don't want to make that. Yeah, you don't want to make that. Can you do an ASMR? Yeah, yeah I will it. eventually, but I have the upper deckies. Alright, so say that uh, somebody living in China, um, they say something bad about the president or whatever. They'll get their fingers cut off or some shit. Yeah, but, like, if they speak out enough... Excuse me, oh my gosh. They speak out and, and, and they say something bad about their government, well, then their social credit score will become lowered. And, like I said, like, they won't be able to go certain places or travel just because, like, it'll, it'll be enforced. I saw this one thing, bro. Um, people that jaywalked in China, if you jaywalked, they had, they took pictures of your face while you were jaywalking and they put it up on the sign and it was like a public shaming. This shit is, I'm pretty Wait, sure this shit is real. you see all that facial scanning going that's, on? That's, for, that's what um, I'm talking about. It's like for that, like people who go into Walmart and steal shit or whatever. Well, like it's really big over there, I know, but they're trying to implement it here. But honestly, it's like they'll have facial recognition of like criminals and stuff like well, that. Well, here's the thing. Here's what we don't even understand. Have you seen the show You on Netflix? Yeah, with the crazy okay. dude who. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in season, I think it was season three, when Joe Goldberg, um, he killed the woman, he killed the wife of the neighbor, um, and he had to like disguise himself as her kind of because he was driving her car. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did that because all of the traffic every single traffic light has a camera and if they detected his face on um his body driving this woman's car then they would have known it was him bro we don't realize how much facial recognition yeah. and just overall people are watching us okay like i wrote another paper junior year of high school or maybe it was senior year it was in Arizona, and there was an Alexa, and these people thought that the Alexa was off, okay? It was, I'm sure, it was still plugged in, but it wasn't on. They didn't say, like, Alexa, whatever. Bitch <clears throat> uh, is always listening. Well, get this. So, there was a murder case, okay? Uh, the boyfriend allegedly murdered the girlfriend, but they didn't know you're innocent until you're proven guilty. So, get this. They went back into the Alexa, and they found the recording, proof that the boyfriend killed the girlfriend, and then he was proven guilty. Now, the, the thought is, like, is that constitutional? You know what I mean? Is that right? You're just getting information from something that you didn't even know is listening on you in the first... There's no yeah. thing that you have to sign. Yeah, no, that... Ha that yeah, that's, it has to be constitutional. Because if you think about it... Like, you, look, like you just said, the traffic cam. But like, you don't know what... Oh, that like, bitch be glowing, like, yellow but sometimes. He, but here's like, the what thing, you like, doing, bro? you don't sign anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't know... You don't know when something's ever. I think it's personally fucked up. I mean, I, I think I, it's I mean, it up. could be fucked up. I mean, but it's I like that water. What, the guy's a it? piece of shit. The guy's a piece of shit. He should yeah, be jailed. It's but, all fucked up. But like, but like, I don't think they should have sent him to jail by doing that. 
because they didn't give up any of their privacy, anything like that before. They didn't know that was going to happen. I just feel like there's no way that a court's going to view that and say that that's like... No, no, I, I agree with you know what, what you're I mean? saying, but I don't think that they should be able to go back into the Alexa yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Granted, yeah. this is back in 2018. Still, I mean, yeah. think about that shit. Was it Watergate or something back in like the, the six, 70s? 70s with, yeah. Uh, it was a Nixon. Nixon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, think about that shit. Like, uh, it's against our constitutional rights to fucking tap our shit like that. And they're do- the NSA is doing it all the time well, that, on everything we do. Yeah, that was the excuse it's for fun. the Patriot Act. And we just, after, we just let it happen because after, we like going on our Snapchat. We like yeah. going on our TikTok. Cause think about TikTok, the whole trying to ban TikTok because China or whoever owns the company is collecting sensitive information. Like, every think about it. Every time you download a new app, you upload, you sign in. And it asks you, would you allow us to attra- yep. to track yeah. your, your you know your motion activity and stuff I like that? No. Well, there was well, a theory. Yeah, I always say no. Yeah. Fuck no. There was a theory. <laughs> I think I actually said hey, yes. They still time. fucking do it. Yeah. Somebody had a theory on that. This guy named Adam Curry. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he said the reason that all these people in Congress are saying that about TikTok isn't because of it's uh, too information. all the data. No, it's, it's not because of all the data, because people like Facebook, Twitter, um, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, they do it too. But the only thing is TikTok is so addicting, and mm-hmm. the fact that it's a Chinese company is what pisses everybody in America off because we can't compete. So if we ban them, they then they're immediately they're out. Yeah. And then all the American companies that still get our data, they still track all of our shit, now they can have more access and attention or whatever and make more money. That's mm-hmm. all it is, bro. They just do it better. Well, think about Facebook. like. I believe a few months ago, a lot of people, I even got alerted and I didn't give a fuck to even act on it. They were giving like 350 bucks to people because there was like a data breach or something like that that was leaking sensitive, inform- sensitive information such as like, you know, IP addresses and, you know, your activity and stuff like that. And, you know, that's kind of creepy, bro. I mean, we all know Facebook has, you know, had their fair share of leaking and getting yeah. into your information. So that has nothing, we have no control of that. It's just unfortunately the bittersweet truth. We love and enjoy using our social media apps. Yeah. Especially as a content creator, as yourself, and as myself, I'm on these apps every day. All the time. All we the have fucking to have time. TikTok. Exactly. And yeah. I don't, TikTok's you know, I will say on that note, I got into like a good groove of actually creating content rather than consuming it. Yeah. And once you do that, it's a little more healthier because you post your shit. And then, you know, you look for other ideas from other content creators, and then you get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm not sitting there in that rabbit hole just scrolling like everybody I know. Neither am I, bro. You think TikTok especially, it just doesn't appeal to me. My vice is YouTube. I love YouTube. I'll never I, get on YouTube. I, I love that YouTube. long content. I get on YouTube when I go to bed, bro. Hours, bro. YouTube, it, it, it could definitely be. They could both be a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro. I'll sit there. Like, I'll tell myself. I'll get in bed. At like ten thirty at night, and I'll tell myself like, okay, eleven o'clock come. Yeah, you know, I see you on the Xbox, and it says you on the YouTube app. Or eleven o'clock come. I'm, I'm, you know, getting off the Xbox and yeah. putting the phone down. You know what I mean? And that 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 never happens, bro. Yeah, I'll sit there until like fucking eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night. You it's know so I mean? comforting. You know what I mean? There is there, there is a sense of comfort that comes. Of course, in, you can sure. you can have America's the last straight one, right? Yeah, yeah. I've actually like. I feel like I've like read something about that for that said it is it's like a they say it's like similar to a thing where like if you're somebody that like puts the same TV channel on every yeah. night that you go to bed because it's like a sense of like security almost like like 
what is that like familiarity yeah. or like you do you get where i'm going with that mm-hmm. like yeah I, there's like a thing with it have you seen the documentary the social dilemma on netflix i heard about it i never watched it though. <laughs> dude it's crazy i I've been I, also I've been advised I've been advised to watch the Tinder Swindler or whatever too. I haven't seen that either. I heard good reviews. What's on that about? It's about the, from what I heard. It's about this guy who was just like swindling girls and like sending him money or some shit. Or it could have been deeper than that. I don't remember. Excuse me. It's usually the other way around. Yeah, which for is sure. crazy. He was wasn't he killing him too? Oh that my could gosh. be a faucet of it as well. I don't really remember. It. I haven't watched it. I just remember hearing good things about it. I don't really. <sighs> watch or consume too much netflix or hulu anymore i'm so fucking busy yeah um, i get it i haven't been able to either unfortunately i really wouldn't say it's unfortunate i mean you, you know, go you out know, and, you know, you know if you're yeah, productive and you're living you know right you know you're staying yeah. busy look how fast your days go and you're staying productive and it's busy. true i said the only thing the only time i should watch it i would say you go to bed yeah like that's the only thing i, I got laughing on a big arnold kick recently i've been really? watching all his fucking movies and shit did you watch his um new documentary thing the arnold yeah i can't lie it was great it was great. I think Arnold, cool ass dude. Arnold's an asshole now. You think? Yeah, you see what he said about religion? I don't pay attention to that much. He said something mm-hmm. to the degree of, like, you're dumb if you believe that there's anything after this. Like, you're stupid. So, I yeah. think that's just, like, a kind of... Well, we're getting into this talk, okay. Yeah. All right. No, no, no. I, I'm not agreeing or denying with everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Arnold yeah. in particular. I think he is just somebody that is just, like, such a complex of, like... Individual, he, yeah fucking appreciates being alive so fucking much that i feel like it would like demoralize him to think that there's something that could be better beyond being alive you know what i mean it's a very hard concept to to talk about um people say we can't talk about like dying for more than two minutes we actually tried i tried with shy too but we actually tried this we can definitely do it we didn't do it we can definitely do it try me all right what, what do you think happens after this well, okay, I'll start off this way. Um, I grew up a Christian, and, you know, I I don't, if you're a Bible thumper and, you, you know, you practice your faith and you worship, there's nothing wrong with that. But as even as a child going to those summits and stuff like that, um, I just always felt like there was such a weird eeriness to it and a cult, like, like a cult feeling. And I'm not speaking against anyone who practices like or worships their faith, but, I mean, bro, I was in Florida. And one of the last days I was in there, me and my family went to church, and it just it just felt like they were implementing control. And, I don't know, everyone around me singing with their arms up, praising the Lord, and I'm just standing there like a sore thumb, like, this just feels weird. But then when people start preaching and they're speaking on that nature, I understand it. Everybody, my, my biggest philosophy that I believe is you should never have to look outside of yourself to find hope. You know what I mean? Like, it has to come from within, and the only way the reason i say that is like you're the only person you know you take credibility for all your successes and you take credibility for all your failures and this society has banked on pointing the finger blaming why me god this and that and and all your non-believers the atheist and this and that oh this book's been written and tampered with for over the past two thousand years and what should i believe god hasn't come to me but i'll tell you this I don't practice the faith, but ever since I started moving with the presence of God in my heart, my life has excelled and it's moved forward. And, you know, even if it's just me like saying, just throwing a little prayer up, you know, I just, it always turns out being better. Like I was in such a dark spot last year. We spoke on it in the previous episodes. Dude, my confidence is on fucking 10. 
I feel great about where I'm at in life. I'm, I can go to bed at night and feel proud knowing that like I have a presence of God in my heart and I know what I want in life and I don't have to seek or look into a chapel or a church for someone to tell me and for someone to enlighten me into what I should and shouldn't believe in because I know what I want in life and I know what I should believe in. So to tie that in with death, I feel like it's just a, you know, a, like a, a vessel of hope. Like, oh, you know, if you sit there and you believe and put your faith into this God who you have to live your life directly for. Dude, I'm going to tell you this. Like, I don't believe we were put here to worship and honor everybody in like in that religion or whatever. Because think about all the different religions that are within the, our society. There's a lot. Exactly. So, I mean, what I'm basically trying to touch is, like, you shouldn't really look outside of yourself to so something that makes you believe to be a better person for sure and like that's that's actually kind of crazy because you and i i mean as long as as long as we've been friends i can't necessarily think of any recent time that we've ever had some sort of conversation about something like this mm-hmm. but the fact that like like I've, be, I've, I've been sitting here this whole entire time like shaking my head like agreeing with you because i'm like dude ultimately and like i'm italian so I, I was raised on on catholicism i was like you know, baptized Catholic and everything like that. But realistically, at the end of the day, the way that I view religion, you can fucking believe in whatever the fuck you want. Exactly, to in, bro. You could believe in that light if you like come home every day and you pray to that light that that light's gonna give you a blessing tomorrow. If it makes you wake up and make a better decision for exactly. the world, like cool, so, like so be it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That like, was the eeriness about being at that church. I was just like so much pressure is put on you to like like i don't know like the girls are singing and like come on like did it put your faith jesus saved me da, da, da. it's like so much pressure and i feel like anybody can believe in what they want to believe in i feel as if you judge somebody for that that is an immature move because think of how society is we're all moving forward and breaking down so many different barriers um me personally i have a, a very big religious family and they're all looking at me like, how'd you, how'd you like this experience? And um, I sat there and I, I told them straight, I was like, yeah, I mean, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, all this and that, but I just don't feel the need to worship it with other people who are there searching for something that they feel like that's that God is going to bring them. I know exactly what I want in life, and I know exactly how to achieve it. And as egotistical as that sounds, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't need God and I don't need the presence of religion in my life. Um, what I'm basically touching at is... Um, I practice, I don't even practice my faith. I, I, I do what I need to do. I wake up, I throw up a prayer, and I let everything that's already written take place. You know, I don't have to go into these rooms and feel better about myself. And I'm not talking down on anyone who's doing that. But, you know, the tie in with death. <laughs> Me personally, I know there's something bigger than us out there. And I know one day our, our card's going to get pulled and we're going to meet our maker. And I, there's so many people who said, there's nothing after this. You're fooling yourself. We, the, the likelihood of us being here is so slim. And you look at how our bodies are designed and all the other species that move on around us. Like, this is a beautiful tra- tragedy at the end of the day. Because you're sitting there and, you know, we go through pain. Everyone's like, oh, what if this is really hell that we're living through? You know, ultimately, it's what you make of it. And, um... You know, when we die, I know I was very spiritual for a minute. I was doing psychedelics and expanding my creativity. And I'm sitting there and 
I know for a fact there's something outside of our reach that we could tap into, but it's hindered and it's hidden. You know, we all die, and you know, basically what I'm getting at is um, I definitely know there's some type of bliss at the end of this misery that most of us walk about. That was that was beautiful. I don't know. I'm just putting words together and moving as I go. I mean, even something that I was just kind of thinking about, just kind of like letting my my gears turn while you were kind of explaining all that. Do you think there's like an alternate reality within us? So, well, for sure, dude. Come, come up in on this. No, bro. I got I had like five people. Bro. I was about to. Uh, I gotta grab some stuff. <laughs> Go get your shit, bro. <laughs> We could probably edit it out, right? Nah, nah. fuck it. Yeah. Nah, you're good, you're good. It ain't, um, it ain't nothing, I'm just, you're good. You're good. You gotta put it out of your station? Huh? You gotta put it out of your station? No, I'll, I'll go. I didn't want to interrupt, but you guys could just kept me up. I would've just figured it out. Bro, I seen you pull it over, like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> who are you with? I until, like, five people turn around. Oh. I mean, I... I we, we, we can edit it out if it's that... I'll, uh... Just, I'll be around. So. Fuck. Do I, hey, we can we can edit you want, it out. You want to grab it real quick and bring it out to you? I know. I think I know what you want out of your drawer. I, I can grab it. Yeah, we we can edit we it just out. Got a new yeah, guest to the show. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You might as well say hi. Yes. Like, say introduce yourself. yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. That's he not, said no. Nah. That's not too blurry. <laughs> That's no, Steve. What's the last thing you said? though? repeat that scoop. I don't remember. Well, you were <clears throat> you were talking about um, processing everything that he was saying. Oh, do you think there's like like within us there's like like another like spiritual reality like another like it's kind of hard to like can go with what I was like thinking with all of that the fact that we just kind of like cut off I know the conversation mean. but like there's like another reality within us you know what I'm saying it's like we're all here in this physical sense but there's like a spiritual thing to it as well. That we're like semi kind of like intact with, but it's like when, when, because there's something with like legacy, there's something with like, there's like an energy that you carry when you die. But like if, if Drake was to die tomorrow, Drake would be talked about for a hundred, like, forever. do you see what I'm saying? Like there's, there's an energy that gets carried with forever. legacy and, yes. and spirituality. They say there. there's, there's, they say there's like, like three forms of death. There's the initial death. There's the last day your family speaks about you, and then there's the last day your legacy's ever spoken of. You know, think about Juice World. Like he's still he's still trending. His music's still being dropped. It's still being linked, and just, people are um, still speaking of him. Just the other day, it was a video with him and Corday. Dude, that, that video is fucking crazy. I saw it today. I saw it by today. Cole Bennett. Did you that see that? Shit, that shit Damn. is insane. Fire. Even the way, even the way that like Cord, because obviously Corday was the stun double for him or whatever. Of course. Well, even the mannerisms he was doing, like it replicated Juice, and, and it's like the deep fakes were really it was fucking dope. good. Yo, the fact that they have that many similarities between yes. their faces, you would never. If you look at Juice World and then you look at Corday, you'd never see it. A lot. And then you deep, watch that video, mm -hmm. and a lot of deep fakes, a lot of deep fakes, fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Like in uh, CGI for movies, big budget movies. Think I about the fucking Fast and Furious when they try to yeah. put Paul Walker's face all I, I over. I thought that was kind of good. On his but, brother. 
Yeah. Listen, yeah. I went to go see The Flash, okay? And spoiler alert if anybody saw The Flash. I went to go see The Flash, and Nick Cage was Superman. It's fucking cool. It was cool, whatever. He was supposed to be in a Superman movie, whatever. But, like, the CGI looked so fucking bad. It looked like a video game character. All the like, DC bro. movies, though, in my opinion. Yeah. You remember that, you remember that movie? Um, they did the uh, Batman first Superman movie, like, four or five years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. That ben Affleck. Fire, ben Affleck bro. played Batman. I, right? I liked it, personally. I thought that I Marvel's mean, it was good. Movie. Like the plot of the movie was good. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but I just feel like, like you said, the CGI of it and like the whole like cinematic experience of the movie was terrible. I don't know. I I didn't see it. The back theaters. to what you were saying though about having that presence of like an alternate reality. Like I don't know. They, like when I tripped and I sat there and within my own thoughts and I felt certain things that I felt and I saw all these different projections and um, the memories that rushed back to me. It's like. All it brought to me was clarity of the situation I was trying to chase, or clear, or clear up. But when I'm sitting there, you know, you definitely it breaks you down. And I know, because all the spiritual people who listen, like they understand, like <clears throat> there's something deeper than the reality we see. And unfortunately, due to the government or whoever or whatever, it is definitely hindered and tampered with and hidden and. I don't know. There's so much more than meets the eye with that situation, and I definitely like you. I don't know how to get to it. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a a moment of realization that you have to come within yourself and know that like there's so much more than meets the eye with that shit, and yeah. we have no idea. We have no idea. So I mean, no one's stupid for saying I don't believe in this, and yeah. no one's stupid for saying they believe in that because we are just currently. I don't know. They say like you're the youngest. Like this is the youngest what we're being this moment. Because before us is gone, and we're just going to keep aging as we move forward. Yeah. And, I don't know, I'm trying to sound all philosophical and shit, no, but, but that's really how I feel. You're striking a chord, yeah, for yeah. real. Listen, I go to church, I'm not going to lie, but none of that was offensive, you know what I mean? Like, what up? Like, none of that sounded unreasonable. Like, to your credit, if you're religious, fine. If you're not, fine. But, like, who am I to say that that's right or wrong? You know what I mean? So, like... I don't know, man. Everybody has their different walk in life. I truly think that, like, you could see God in anything, bro. If you really look hard enough. But ultimately, like, we don't fucking know what's after this. I just think it would kind of be ignorant to assume there's nothing. Yes. You know what I mean? Because there's no... I- ignorant yeah. in terms of, like, um, not rude, but ignorant in terms of, like, of not knowing. Not yeah. Knowing. It, yes. It, yeah. yeah, ignorance is a lack of knowledge. And, you know, I'll tell you this from my own experience. A year ago, I had no idea where my life was going. Um, as a musician... Um, I, I found a lot of clarity writing music and then performing it and recording it. Um, I was miserable and I thought the cards were all against me. Um, however, the more I just put my head down, kept working, put my you know trust into whatever I was believing in in that moment, you know the better the outcome came. And uh, now I'm a year later. Like I told you, my confidence is through the roof. I feel great about myself because I shut out all the outside noise and. You know, I kept working to the goals that I'm trying to achieve and, um, you know, whether that was my own personal growth or the outside noise that was positive helping me lift myself up, you know, um, I just tuned, tuned, I fine-tuned everything that I needed to hear and, you know, I implemented it into the days, like how I walk, how I chase my dreams, how I do this and that, like... I canceled out all the bullshit, and now I'm doing so many huge things that nobody from this area has ever done. And it's because I, you know, the cards are all against you. 
everybody's going to judge you, everyone's going to point a finger at you, and they have no idea what you're going through. So you have to tackle all those obstacles, going through your personal life, doing what you're trying to achieve, and try to find some type of balance. And while you're doing that, it's very stressful, and you just got to put your faith into what you want in life and what you're chasing because nobody sees the vision as clear as you do with what you want to do and achieve yeah so i mean basically what i'm trying to tackle and speak on is nobody knows what's to come you don't know i don't know you two don't know you know it's just you got to keep moving with this you know your next foot next foot you know next step forward and um i don't know how to really explain it other than like you just got to kind of put your faith and trust into something bigger than yourself yeah and then just keep going mm-hmm. you know that's with with this podcast bro like there, there was times where i didn't know if i would like continue on with it but it's all about staying consistent you know what i mean consistency is key mm-hmm. you know in all aspects of life bro like i told you i lost all that weight because mm-hmm. i just started showing up you know I started writing better songs because um, I started honing in on my own experiences and how I was feeling, and um, I just kept going. Cause trust me, and he knows just as well as the other guy or the next person. Um, people are going to try to tear you down because I believe they're in fear of chasing what they want. So it's easier just to point a finger and make fun of somebody who is trying to achieve something bigger than what they've ever seen done. I will tell you this: I worked with a Grammy-nominated engineer for the first time in my life, a nobody from Youngstown, Ohio. Nobody in this area can say that other than one person who won a Grammy, which was Mark Whitmore, who was a sound engineer on John, John Baptiste's album, that one album of the year. He's an engineer. I'm an artist. Those are two different things. I'm the only artist in the area who, who can say that. How do I stay humble? How do I, how do I explain that I am doing so many big things without coming off as an egotistical asshole because of how modern age and media perceives things? Yeah. You know? But so you, you want to tell people, you know, you want to tell, you want people to know about you. It's human nature, for sure. Yeah. But the, 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 you know, what I'm trying to voice is, it doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter what you're capable of, doesn't matter how good you are. Somebody's always going to find a way to try to pull you down to keep themselves afloat. So there's like a thing, like in marketing, with like the whole like target audience thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think like you, you're kind of like comparing that kind of stuff from like people like around here. exactly you know what i'm saying and it's like bro people around here in this area are so not like a target audience there's no market here at all you know what i'm saying like this area is just such like a is it blue collar is that yeah such a blue collar like you know you don't like you know what i'm saying i'll tell you this there's like a separation spotify spotify tracks all of your streams and where you're being played from I'll tell you this, as weird as it's going to sound, I have more global streams than local streams here. I have more streams in Israel, Costa Rica, you know, Jamaica, yeah. France, Australia, than Youngstown, Ohio. I believe it. And it's so funny, because, you, know, you know, I grew up around here, I played football, and then I don't know where I just started making music. <laughs> I get why people be like, oh, fuck this guy, uh, ha, 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 he's going to fall right on his face. Fuck that, yeah. dude. I went, put all my eggs in one basket, went down to Florida, tackled what I wanted to do, and I was in rooms that so many people are not capable of being in. When I say that, what I basically mean is it's bigger than me and it's bigger than all these people who make music and think that, oh, you're just going to be a one-hit wonder and this and that. No, I put in the work. I put in the effort. I left this area to go and meet strangers, and these strangers appreciate my work more than the people that I grew up with. I have friends that will sit there and repost you know Travis Scott records that drop and my own you know certain family members and stuff like that but at the end of the day it's like 
the reason I feel kind of salty, but I get over it very quickly, is those people will never acknowledge you. They're, I'm, I'm sorry, it's the truth. It's just, it's the level they're at. And I'm somebody who's right in front of your face, who's doing nothing. I'm doing something that's never been done from this area, hip hop wise. You know, Dave Grohl from Warren, um, the Foo Fighter um, lead singer who was with Nirvana. He's probably the most prized artist from this area so far. But I'm in a whole different genre, I'm in a whole different field. And I'm doing something, and I'm so close to breaking down that wall to never having to ever worry about anyone else's opinion. And I really don't, but what I mean when I say that is um, those little comments tend to get under your skin. But, yeah. you know, it's been, I've been doing this professionally for four years now, so I've built up a self defense mechanism just to brush it off quickly. But it's just stressful. You know what I mean? To deal with that and wake up every day and realize that, oh, fuck, another, you know, another 84,000 seconds. I got to figure out a way to get to where I'm trying to be. Yeah, but doesn't don't you have a certain clarity uh, and peace that comes with, like, doing what you love? For sure. I get you know to wake I mean? up. You know, I'm taking care of my self-sufficiency working, you know, doing jobs here and there, but... You know, I I like the quote, like, the 9 to 5 feeds me, but the 6 to 10 builds the empire. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what I'm doing. Like, I get off work, or if I'm off, I am writing. I am creating content, editing it down, putting it in places so people can visualize or, you know, see the visuals. And um, I do have a lot of clarity because when I first started this, I used to be so angry with people who would judge and say, you're a fucking joke, blah, blah, blah. And it would get to me as a 19-year-old kid. Of course. Now that I'm 23... Um, I have so much more clarity with my goals and nobody can knock me off my pivot because I'm hungry and I know what I want in life. And a lot of people can't say that. Yeah. You have changed a lot with that kind of stuff. I mean, like, back in the days, there'd be times where, like, this cat would text me, be like, fucking, be like, three in the morning, dude. Like, I'm, like, coming back from the bar or something. I'm, like, a little lit. And I got a Snapchat from you. She's like, bro, I'm quitting music, man. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, you're fucking not. Like, <laughs> no, you're not, bro. Like... You're not doing that. You're not quitting music, bro. You're going to keep doing this shit because you love it. Yeah. Regardless of what the fucking outcome is, you're going to wake up the next day. You're going to keep writing songs. You're going to keep <laughs> doing stuff. Like, who cares, bro? Like, at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah, because yeah. the beautiful thing about it is I take those experiences in my life. And I write up a record. I find a beat. I put it in and uh, I lay it down. And I can't tell you. And he, could, he probably does the same thing. Scoop does the same thing, I bet. You'll cut up a track. And you'll sit there and just manifest it and listen to it. And you're like, why the fuck doesn't, why am I not blowing up? Well, motherfucker, you need to drop the music. Like, you mean, for me, like, yeah, you need to drop music. But I mean, for me, at least, I have 30 songs out on all platforms. I have 350 concepts that are unreleased. I have a $40,000 um, catalog that has not been advanced or pushed because of the ideology of self-marketing. And how should I go about this? Because the biggest issue that I face with my own my own sound and my music is honestly finding my sound and my target audience. Because, you know, who's going to like this? Because I have songs where, you know, I'm in the melodic rap. I have songs where I'm philosophically rapping. And um, I have so many different sounds and diversity. When I worked with the with Alex Romano, the Grammy-winning or Grammy-nominated artist who's worked with Trippy Red, um, Lil Yachty, E and Dior, you know, and that's primarily my lane of music that I make, you know, I was showing him some songs, and he's just like, because I was asking him for advice, like, what should I do, he's like, bro, like, hold on to these records, and eventually, you can use them for a feature, or you can sell them to people in the industry, because, you know, I have so many different sounding songs, 
I don't know which one should I drop, which yeah. album should I drop, what single should I do next, because, I don't know, I dropped a song a month ago that is in that email rap, like, Juice World, Post Malone, you know, era of sound, and then two weeks ago I dropped a song that is almost like a Playboy Cardi Rage type beat, you know what I mean? So it's like, fuck, these are great songs, and... You know, they all correlate with each other, but it's like, what is my next step to actually make it, you know, stamp my name in the industry? Yeah. So now I'm just making the moves that I need to do to put my face, you know, just show familiarity with people of that caliber. You know, I flew down, had an amazing trip with my family, um, and I, I scheduled the session with the guy. And the first thing he said when I showed him my music, he's like, oh, this is pretty tough. At least you didn't bring me shit and we can get some work in. Yeah. And we chopped, we chopped up the records. And um, I hope I know I impressed him, and we lined up some great things. I have so many things that are about to turn in my life that are bigger than myself. That are just I never expected that would happen this soon, if that makes sense. Because now you know I'm flying out to New York to go and do a session in November with these people. Um, I've been advised to go to writing seminars in Burbank, California, which is basically like American Idol for songwriting. Yeah. You sit there, they like hey. We want you to write a country song about a dog driving a car. Give us a hook and give us a verse. You know, obviously that's not going to be the topic, but they want to see how sharp your pen is on the point. You can walk out of that seminar with who knows how much money and maybe even a label signing you as a songwriter. So I'm okay with the camera being in my face, but I'm also okay with being behind it and just writing. You know, that's something I've been so good at. I've been in so many sessions down south where. Um, I'm the only like there's three of us getting on a track. I'm one I'm the only person who caught up a verse and I'm still waiting on them to finish their verses because it takes them so long to write. You know, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but I have a gift when it comes to songwriting because of how you know, I'm a kid who like I said this before, I'm a kid who barely <coughs> passed English in writing. But those things didn't interest me. Yeah. You know, just hearing a beat, hearing melodies, hearing all these beautiful things come together. You know how powerful it is to be a rapper? or to be an artist or a musician, to hear a beat, say, ha, ah, I'm gonna write this, and I'm gonna fill this pocket with this flow that I built inside of my head. And the f reason it gets so challenging is, is, it's not the music aspect, it's the underappreciation of how talented you have to be to even cut up a track. And we all know how competitive this field of work is. Everybody and their mama wants to make a song now. Yeah. But when you're a person of my caliber who is so under the radar, but also making the moves that you're making, it's 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 very annoying because it's like what's my next step what do i do now so the only thing that i know and i'm falling back on is expanding traveling putting myself in rooms and putting myself behind doors where uh, i'm sitting in sessions as, as a fly on the wall absorbing all the information i can to be a, become a better songwriter and a better artist and implementing that into my own craft and my own art and being being from this i tell people i'm from youngstown ohio they're like what the fuck is that? I'm like, yeah, it's an hour in between Pittsburgh and an hour in between Cleveland. And I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm so close to doing something epic. And I know I'm going to reach where I'm setting my goals to. And uh, whether people like that or want to see me fall back on my face, I can give one fuck less because nobody was with me when I was going through those experiences. I took those experiences and I took, a, I took my pen and I wrote what I was feeling to a melody and to a beat. I had a master chopped up, put it on all platforms, and here I am now, you know, 13,000 followers, verified on Instagram, 4,500 monthly listeners on Spotify, um, and that's all word to mouth. 
I have not put any real promotion. I shot a $3,000 music video in December we talked about. Um, not doing as well as it should be because I am being lackadaisical with my approach of how to market. And that's what me and my team are trying to tackle now with social marketing and um, finding the target out audience, doing live shows. Um, there's just so much more fucking levels to this shit than pressing a button and recording a song. Especially if you're independent. And that's what I am right now. Now we have connects to labels. We want to make sure that if I sign a deal, I'm not getting shelved. I'm not getting fucked. And, you know, it's it's ultimately a chess. It's a game of chess. Just got to make the right moves. And me being independent as a 23-year-old man, so vulnerable in this field of work, you, you, you jump to, you know, I, I've written music for people that you wouldn't believe. And I was told I was going to get a writing placement. And that's epic. Just take the win, dude. That's what I was always told. Just take the win. I have not received certain money that I should have been owed. I haven't received my placements yet. Because it's a dog-eat-fucking-world in this. And you that's another aspect, dude. Because you're doing all these crazy things, writing a song, selling it, and just to get shit on because you're a lower guy on the totem pole. You didn't even get a writing credit? For certain people. I'm not going to really harp on that. But, like, yeah, one of my first days in Florida, I cut up a track with a guy in less than five minutes. He wanted to put me on the song. And the guy was like, ah, you don't really have the fan base or the the push to like really put you on a song with a label artist because um you know you're just a nobody yet so we're gonna get we're gonna put in we're gonna put together a plan and figure out the right way to market you and get you to that thirty-five thousand threshold on spotify monthly listeners and then we'll talk just take the win dude and at that moment i'm like awesome i just got an industry placement and i have no idea if i'm gonna ever get to cash that in you know there's just so many different levels to this shit and it's very stressful but at the end of the day uh, I still know what I'm fucking capable of. I know my worth and I know what I want and I know I'm going to get there regardless of the help of a label or just word of mouth growth over social media platforms. You know? It's just, it's like the wild, wild west, dude. Like, doing this shit on your own is fucking tough because you have to book the session, write, or you have to write the song, take the beat to the engineer, lay it down, Put your trust in them, and all the engineers I work with are killer. That's that's not making the music is not an issue anymore. I know what I need to do, but it's really just so fucking stressful what the next move is. So we have a team of social marketers that are behind me. We have a budget, and I'm just putting my faith in God's hands, I guess you could say. And you know, I know the work will speak for itself. So. You know, there's just the, the whole moral of the thing with the whole music industry. There's so many more levels that means there's so much more than meets the eye, you know, and there is no such thing as an overnight success unless you're an industry plant. And, you know, you see all these. I, I asked the guy, too. I was like, you know, can you tell me like, you know, we hear leaked songs all the time. I'm like, well, I had a question. I was like, how do they get access to these files? Like, you know, da da da. he's like, do they leak these songs on purpose to see if they'll hit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Um, there's so many different levels to it and I'm just thankful that I have a good team around me now you know I am kind of alone but I'm not if that makes sense like I'm the one creating my work I've never had anyone write music for me um, but I'm now just breaking through the point in my career where I can honestly say I have financial backing to get a feature promotions travel to go to seminars and make it happen it's just a lot to deal with Especially coming from an area like this that is so unsupportive. Yeah. So tell me, because I've already, I've always been curious. What comes first? Is it 
the the rapping like the physical lyrics when you're in the booth or is it the beat and then you rap to the beat it all depends on how you write your songs i mean everyone's different the way that i my whole writing process is i'll find a beat and i have like over eight thousand beats just chilling and um if that beat resonates with me and i listen to it like four times in a row i'm like okay i'm gonna write to this and i, I write before i go to the studio unless i freestyle and when i'm sitting there i'll write what i'll do is i'll build the melody first you know like da 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 and then I just throw the lyrics down, make sure they correlate with each other, pick a topic of the song that I want to write. Uh, then I bring it to the studio, lay it down. And my, my secret little ingredient is um, I'll actually, so I don't forget, I'll do voice memos of me just rapping the song before. It's simple. And then you bring it there, put your AirPods in or whatever, listen to how you did it, lay down the track. And, uh, you know, at that point, it's in the engineer's hands. Yeah. And no, I, I kind of do like a same same kind of approach. It's like you'll listen to a beat, like I gotta be feeling something, you know what I mean? Like whatever kind of vibe, you know what I mean? Like gotta be listening to something, like feeling it, and like eventually something will just like something will just hit you. You know what I'm saying? Like I showed you that track earlier, like yeah. the um, that won't cry one, like that. Mm -hmm. Wake up, wake up! It's a news flash. You know what I mean? It's just like stuff like that that'll just like hit you when you're listening to that sort of mm -hmm. thing. You know what I mean? I mean like, yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people too ask me like, because I, I, I have a lot of close listeners that you know I talk to all the time, and they're like, "Dude, a lot of your music's like very dark and depressing, and da da da." But then on the flip side, they're like, "Yo, this beat's like so energetic, but like you're talking about so many heartbreaking things." Well, everything that I write is experience of what I've gone through, and now I'm starting to break into that phase where I'm writing more positive and uplifting music. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> when it comes to songwriting and um, you know cutting up a track it, it's all about what you're feeling in that moment and you should never give a fuck to put do you it ever up. do you ever catch yourself like i'll i'll find like that like i i wrote something you know last year and then here we are a year later and i'll listen to it and it'll like just fucking hit me bro it's like yo that's what i was going through at that time Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like damn like that chick had me thinking this type of way and that's mm -hmm. why I, I wrote those I was talking to myself the entire time like, bro like you know I get that when like listening to certain podcasts <clears throat> like for some reason like I can pinpoint where I was when I was hearing like for example okay there's this Joe Rogan episode where he has this Dr. Shanna Swan <clears throat> And she's talking about like microplastics and water mm -hmm. and the danger of, um, you know, reproductive, uh, just like the, um, gosh, what do you even call it? Like um, the frequency of like how many miscarriages there are and stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? Because of like the microplastics in the water and how it, it's becoming more and more common. And this is one of the reasons. And I, I can remember like the, I, I heard that and I was in this one specific place. And I will always remember that for for one for I don't even know why, but for like this one reason I can always remember this certain place. I was cutting grass in 2020. I own a lawn care business with my brother, and I was cutting grass on a push mower in in this one yard, and like I remember exactly where I was, bro, when I heard that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
That happens all the time. Yeah. Tell you that. Why does that? Why does that register in your head? Like the like specific what, moments. I think there's an emotional connection. For sometimes. sure. It has exactly. To be. Like there's something about what you heard in that moment that was like emotionally connecting to. I mean, there's times where I listened to my album we spoke about that I dropped <laughs> last year. Actually, at this point, I was I went through a terrible heartbreak, and when I listen, I, I don't really listen to that. It's, it's older music to me, and I'm you know moving forward. But every time I reflect and listen to those things, I'm like God damn, even my like my cousin, he was like. Dude, like you write some real depressing, like emotional shit. But I was like, well, in that moment, my world was crashing down. So mm-hmm. I took those experiences and made it therapeutic with my writing. And here's another thing with that too. Uh, if you're writing about like that dark, depressing shit, it's gonna resonate with people because mm-hmm. a lot of people now are fucking depressed for whatever reason, right? Um, uh, growing divorce rates, right? Um, a lot, a lot of fatherless homes. Exactly, bro. there's dude. a lot of fucking cowards out there for sure. So phones too, you know what I mean? Like depression is a real thing and it's growing. So like it's gonna resonate with people just because of like the, how big the audience is, you know. So for my Tampa or for my session in Tampa, I was sitting on a song that I wrote for three months and it was a very very emotional topic. Um, you know, I came from a broken home and. Um, I'm sitting on this song for three months, written, ready to go. I know the melodies I'm going to do. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do with this Tampa session. And it was my least favorite song that I did out of the three songs I did down there in that session. But, you know, the whole thesis of the song is, like, my life and how I grew up. You know, the hook starts like, Mama, Mama, do you hear me? Father, Father, can you see me? Brother, Brother, do you need me? And then I go, what about how I'm feeling? So, like, that's the hook. And... You know that's gonna resonate with so many people who come from those things and you know me and my father had a rough relationship but you know we've forgiven each other and we've moved past all of the disagreements and things that we went through I've forgiven him um, you know when I said that first line um, I love my mom but uh, with the whole music thing um, uh, you know it just she's very ethical like do go get a job go do this and that so when I say do you hear me it's like you don't understand how close I am to doing something that has never been done and you know then I go to my brother it's like I felt like I could have been a better brother I feel like like you know I could have done so many things better so it's like I know you needed me to be better but then it's like what about how I'm feeling like because I'm all alone in this world walking and learning through my own experiences so yeah. when you implement that and put it into a song and it captures so much raw emotion like I'm sitting there after the session with my cousin and his, his wife and something about showing music to people that I genuinely care about and love and I get super bashful I'm like oh what if they don't fucking like it you know because those people I hold their opinion higher than most and uh, I didn't really want to show anyone that night and my cousin's like hey I just showed you know my wife the song and then me and her talked about it she's like dude like this is the type of shit that reels people in like this is a real ass song because like now I'm kind of breaking away from like the heartbreak phase I went through and just speaking on my life experiences and I know for a fact certain things you know we are alone but we all naturally have a lot of the same experiences not like not with the whole broken home thing but I guarantee you on my contacts list there's 25 30 people that had an abusive relationship with their parents or um, you know lost a brother or you know they hate you know think about Jack Harlow's song put the blame on me if you listen to those lyrics he's he's, he's talking about the um, arrogance of his older brother and I resonated with that because when my little brother was around um, I would always let my friends talk shit to him and I would always push him away because I wasn't interested in that aspect of my life you know I wanted to be the cool guy 
and then he then reflects on living in his father's home and um, basically in that song he, he's speaking from three different points of views his point of view about being the younger brother uh, the older brother and the dad and it's like you know the one lyrics is like uh, living under my roof taught you life's truths like there's so many things when the only reason I bring that up is because you're seeing now that artists are capitalizing on tying in their reality and basically selling it to society saying hey you're, you're alone but you're not because we all go through a lot of the same shit you know that song that I was just talking about that I wrote up it's a very big deal to me and um, I love my family I'm thankful for the experiences that I went through whether they were painful or blissful because they made me exactly to, they made me into exactly who I needed to be and they're the reason I am where I'm at in life and I'm prestigiously moving forward and I'm happy I can like I said I can go to bed and close my eyes and feel proud of where I'm at in life and that morally like like stands from our you know it comes from me tuning out all the bullshit and honing in on I want to be a better person you know and, I, and the music helps so much with speaking my life and you know other people's reality I guess you could say you know I'm just trying to use big boy words today yeah. I guess yeah <laughs> You're definitely in uh, in a much better headspace for sure. Than when we were on my shoulders. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's important too. What are your thoughts? What are both of your guys' thoughts on like when people shit on artists for like kind of switching it up? Okay, so like people say, oh, you know, I, I miss old Drake or I miss old Kanye. Like, what are your thoughts on when people um, shit on artists for like taking a different direction? Because essentially, that's what you're doing here. Do you want me? Oh. Yeah, whoever. It doesn't matter. Well, a job is a job. I mean, at the end of the day, like, dude, a job is a job, bro. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. I mean, there's different levels to it. I understand that. You know what I mean, I'm saying? This dude, Drake, if Drake never started making music, like, like the stuff that he made on Views. I mean, think about knows it. Like, you know what I'm like he probably yeah. wouldn't have built what he's been able to build so far because then, there's a whole nother level of that like obviously everybody in like the United States you know like they loved all the stuff that came out on the albums that came out like uh like um take care like if you're reading this it's too late like stuff like that but like when he made the different types of music that he was making songs like hotline bling mm -hmm. songs like all that kind of stuff bro they listen to that kind of shit in other countries. Yeah. He set himself on a level of global status mm -hmm. when he started doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? One, one of the biggest artists that I can reflect on with that situation is if you look how Logic started his whole entire career. The grittiness, everyone fell in love with the grittiness of like soul food and rap under pack, pressure and all, all that shit, Rap Pack, Young Sinatra. Under pressure was so oh, good. I'm not going to lie to you, that's mainly one of the fucking album reasons that I started picking up a microphone or a pen and writing music because I was inspired but here's the thing I went to so I we we fell in love with that style of logic but then I go to a concert in 2019 and now he's playing Mario Kart at a concert like he's finally being himself I feel like a big aspect of getting to where you want to be in the music industry is almost a facade I'm not saying like those are things he went through of course but um, I feel like you have to sell a certain audience or just to draw people in to get to where you need to be. And once you're there, you start making the music you really naturally wanted to make. You know, look at MGK. He came up on Wild Boy and then yeah. out of nowhere he's painting his nails and playing a guitar in front of 
50,000 people at First Energy Stadium. What a pivot, first of all. Exactly, for sure. That's a prime example, like changing the sound, and look how people are judging it. Me, personally, that's great, but um, it's not my style. But I don't knock it because he tapped into such a larger fan base just by doing that. I don't hate him at all for it. Not at all. He's also back to making freestyles in his backyard now. And that was like, dude, the COVID tapes... Like all the all the shit that he was doing with like Travis Barker Mm -hmm. and uh, Youngblood and all that shit. Yeah, I mean he just made he just made another one the other day with uh, a. He he did one Corday. Corday. It was Corday first, but dude, he just somebody somebody older. Yeah, uh, I forget the the yellow wolf. Not Eminem. Not Eminem. It was Doughboy. 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 Oh yeah, Doughboy. I'm not gonna lie to you. It wasn't wasn't great, but. I mean, it, it's still key, cool they still though. killed it, though, so too. Because, cool. yeah. Yeah. like, some yeah. of the things are like, what the fuck did they even just say? Yeah. The other parts are like, okay. Um, that's Let's think, too. Hard. When you look at, our, so we talked about artists splitting off to touch into a new fan base. A guy <laughs> like Doughboy, he keeps it real. Like, he's talking about shit that he went through in the streets, and like, he hasn't changed up at all. He's And, he, I mean, his songs, I'm not saying they all sound the same, but, like, he generally is talking about, you know, a lot of the same shit. Mm-hmm. And that's gangbanging and the streets and the struggle and prison this and that the jail system and i mean a lot of there's there's so many different audiences that resonate with those type of songs i mean um then you go back to mgk he's talking about all you know the emo punk shit he was doing like i can't tell you how many bitches excuse me women that he tied in with like i know so many girls that didn't fuck with <laughs> I know so many girls who didn't fuck with MGK at all. I was listening to MGK back in 2012 when he dropped the return, like stuff like that, like hard shit. Man, I'm not knocking what he did at all, but it's just like it was a smart ass tactic, bro. You're, yeah. date, you're married to Megan Fox, and you're bringing in stupid. Up now. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or you're bringing in stupid numbers. There will never be an MGK song to me, in my opinion, that goes harder than that. Uh, it's on. Um, was it free admission? Is that what the one album is or something like that? I wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head. I don't know what it's called, but it's like, this that shit you pop your head to. This that brand new instrumental. You know what I'm talking about? I've heard that, yeah. I've he talks about years. how he blew up. Mm-hmm. Like, where the, him him and his dude drove the car to New York. They wrecked the fucking car. Mm-hmm. And, like, they come back, and he's, like, all fucked up on pills that he got at the hospital. So they wrecked mm-hmm. the car, and he gets a phone call, and it's fucking P. Diddy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, like, I heard you ditched all those like meeting meeting uh label meetings and everything like that and he just fucking signed him he's like fuck it the fact that he just was like dude just like wrecked his car it was like about whatever like all that shit that happened it he was, was a wild like, boy fuck it he just went home he is he still said, back to ohio bro like fuck it he's still a wild boy bro yeah. what are your thoughts on like the him him and Megan Fox, like the blood sacrifice shit i ain't speaking weird. on that shit i think it's weird i think it's weird it's as weird. fuck Whatever helps him sleep at night for that time. I, I mean, guess, right? like her drinking his blood, bro. Yeah, if you're a Megan Fox, you doing dark, it though. That's that dark. Uh, if you, if you get a chance to make a Fox, you doing that though? No, I fuck, 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 fuck no. I'm, I'm just saying. I almost just said it. You, fuck you, no. I almost pulled at you. I almost just said the word. You, um, could, you could be like the perfect looking human be- if there even is one. No fucking can't way. Do that, bro. No fucking can't way. I think, what do you race, guys think? Race, I mean, like, race Catholic, by the way. This guy don't even like MGK, you so You can't really drink no blood, bro. No. Come on now. What, what, do you you on no what do you think? I'm not speaking on it, personally. <laughs> <laughs> this guy hates MGK, bro. Would you want one MGK from the He's like, fuck no, that listen. guy. Turn off the fucking radio right now. Fun fact. 
Um, I was in Tampa last year for uh, I had a recording session coming up. My best friend Josh, he's at the MGK <laughs> Pink Out or whatever concert. That was that first energy. Me personally, I was just salty because I knew a lot of girls that were there, and you know I was hating on Josh for being there, and he was talking shit. He's like, oh. If if you hate MGK so much, I don't hate MGK. But he's like, if you dislike him so much, why don't you make a song like him? The next day, I made a seventy dollar. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll cut up a track of MGK. I made a punk song. I think I heard. You, yeah, you, I showed you, you, you that. that for me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, ta-da! Like, I don't if hate you're him. no, I don't no, I don't, and I don't hate him at all. I don't. I, don't, I was kind of envious because I was like, damn, he got all these bitches out of his, got women out of this concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you like <laughs> me. Fuck it. I, I love all women. <laughs> It. Some are bitches though. Uh, yeah, some guys are dicks. You know? I called my just, girlfriend a bitch the other day. That's fucked up. You're she, a dog. She can't talk to me for four hours. I don't blame. Listen, I called my girlfriend a bitch. And I still haven't been able. You gotta to treat make your lady her. right, bro. I mean, like here's so here's the thing. Like sometimes it depends on how you say it. Like if you're joking around with her, bitch, I think that's like you know kind of okay. But I think like I think the more it's more fucked up is when you call her a cunt. Oh yes, That's bro. My favorite fucking word. So my dad had the my dad had the most like bulletproof system, right? He always called my sister B, right? Mm-hmm. It was always just B, you know, whatever B could stand for. You know what I mean? If she's if she's being a bitch, you know, B stood for bitch. Okay. But like, you know, then he always had like no. B stands for beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how he always used to get it. Like, you know what I mean? Huh. That's interesting. My no, favorite thing is calling someone a cunt, though. Like, yeah, just calling someone a cunt, bro. It's because it pisses them off. It's empowering. Yeah. I love but, saying cunt, but it's fucked up at the same time. <laughs> you can I haven't say, said it in a long, long time. You can say like you're being a little bit cuntish. You no, know what I mean? You can just say you're being a fuck. So what's cunt. comparable? Like, what's comparable on the flip side for us? Like nothing, because guys don't get offended like that. No, bro. We don't give yeah. a fuck. No. What are you gonna say to me? Look like, at us. <laughs> we spent an hour and a half talking about random whatever, shit. Random, bro. Do you think that we give a fuck? Like, think about. It. Do guys give a fuck about anything that a girl says to them? I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, like a word, like one word. I don't care. Yeah. Like bro. if a girl just came up to you and called you a pussy, I'd probably laugh. I'd be like. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm a big old pussy. No, like, get out of here, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I would turn around and hit them with a Let's tell them about the Still Valley experience when uh, we bought those girls the cherry bombs. All right, so listen, um, I'm on the market doing my thing, and my confidence through the roof. I've said it like four times. Scoop. Not even scoop. Uh, one of our homies. How is that? Yeah, well. Yeah. One of our homies is just like trying to hype us up or whatever. I don't know, you know, but he <laughs> buys these two girls who were just sitting alone. Like he bought us all around cherry bombs. And they all introduced themselves to Mark and our other friend. And I peep my head around. I'm like, oh, am I not good enough to get your introduction? She like literally rolls her eyes, scoffs, looks at her homies like he definitely ain't good enough. I'm like this fucking ass. It's actually crazy. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I had actually. I was like, do you never know who you're talking? I don't want to be. I didn't say this, but I'm thinking I'm like, do you know who you're fucking talking to right now, you asshole? I guarantee, not to interrupt the story. I guarantee, if you show that cunt, cause she is a cunt. You show that cunt your Instagram following, bro. Changes instantly. Yeah. Continue, continue. No, yeah, because I literally just got off work. I had my hair slicked back. You literally, know, I'm just and it's the type of thing is like he was. It was it's not even like I he was like an asshole. Not at all. No, he wasn't even trying to mac. It wasn't even like he was like trying to like get their attention. Not like, oh, hey, yeah. like look at me. Like, no, no, no. just trying to chill. If anything, Whatever. our boy is who like 
was like, hey, let me buy you guys a shot. And then I was just, was like, just trying to set there, up. So I like value. swooped in, like, you know, hey, like, my name's Mark. Yeah, da, 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 you know it I'm like, yeah, I peeped my head around. I'm like, how are you? You feel me? Yeah, then I peeped my head around. I'm like, hey, am I not good enough? She's like, yeah, you're not. Like, wow. Kind of hurt she's my like, pride a little bit. Hi, I'm sitting there. And you then were, he came out and he's like, hey, she was like, hey, funniest part about that story is, the yeah, funniest part about that story is, the girls were like, all right, we got to get going. Bit, bro. Five, five minutes later, they're across the bar staring at us. I'm like, yeah, they hit the lick, bro. Yeah, they hit the lick on us. No, I mean, in all reality, I don't care how anyone feels about me. And it's just like, it's the it's, it's the principle. Like, I, I, I kindly approached you and. <laughs> The way you reacted, you may have been drinking, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. No, when, when, was, when was this? Probably like three or four weeks ago. <clears throat> yeah. What? When? Shit, um, three, it was a Friday weeks, night. Three or four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would keep a tally on when I go out to drink. Friday night, 703. Where? Still Valley Brew Works. <laughs> the most fucking, I don't mind, I'm not going to. Most place in the area. I feel like Steel Valley... Like, Steel Valley is just full of a bunch of bitches. Bro, I used to run security at Steel Valley. You know, they no. fired me because they saw I was sleeping on the job. I was really? Like, Were you yeah. sleeping on the job? Bro, no, I wasn't. Not at all. I was just standing there. Bro, I heard they fired a one security guard because he wouldn't give a fuck. He would snap your real or fake ID and bend oh, it God, if he thought it was fake. Oh, no. Listen, to correct that, I haven't been to Steel, ba- Steel Valley since February. Mm-hmm. I've never when I was been listen, my friends. So listen, you know what they did to me? I drank a little bit that night, by the way. Listen, what they did to me is hey, you're going to love what I say next. <laughs> so, what they did to me when I was running security, we had to check fake IDs and all this and that. It's 2023. The security head dude was testing me. He sends, and when I tried explaining this to him, he looked, like, looked at me like an idiot. But I mean, like I said, it's 2023, anything goes, right? He sends this girl in with a man's Pennsylvania. Um, ID. Okay. I, I looked at it and I'm like, I, I had it like four times. Like, I was like, okay, you're fine because you know why I did that. I didn't know if it was, you know, somebody who had the operation done. Yeah. I, I just didn't uh, want to be that guy to be like, are you, are you a trans? You know. Look at you being inclusive. That's right like, there. You know what? Yeah. If there's any lit, you should hire him for that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Then, the worst part is, he's like, why'd you let that person in? And I was like, because because I thought that, you know, they switched genders. Yes. You know, I didn't know. Yes. Like, so, yeah. and then they, that, that, yeah. that was just throwing the cherry on the tops for me being a dumbass for them, apparently. No, yeah. no, no. You are an ally. So you are being valid. inclusive. It is still Pride Month. Last time I checked, sir, I, I can't lie. It is. You are a role model. I, I tend to think so, but I don't really harp on it. Yeah. You're being, no, but you're honestly, being too humble. You guys sued Steel Valley now. They fired you for being For being, being inclusive. The funniest part is I went next door and I, I uh, did security at Bogey, Bogey's. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, ultimately, I, I was in there the other day to get a drink when we were at that uh, rib, rib and Rock shit. I'm just saying, like, this fucking bar, <laughs> overpriced ass fucking bar. Mm, I'm not going to say anything bad because, you know, it is what it is. But. He said the other day that was literally like three hours ago. <laughs> Thanks for checking me. It's literally drink a little bit. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's bullshit. Like, it was the most funniest fucking job I ever had. We had fucking earpieces in, and like, somebody would be too loud at the bocce lane, and they'd be like, everybody get to the fucking bocce lane. Six of us pull up on this fucking elderly family that's just playing bocce, uh-huh. and we're just sitting there posted up, intimidating the fuck out of these people. Uh-huh. We're all big as fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, they just overdo it, in my opinion. You know, hot take, but they're just fucking douchebags, bro. 
just fucking douchebags. Like, you know, it is what it is. I'm sure someone will get a hold of it, but I, I stand behind what I say and the way they handled their fucking employment. It's bullshit. So you're saying it's fucked to valid? Yeah, it's, no, I'm not going to say that, but it pretty much I already said it without Basically, having to say it. Basically, without having to say it. just say fuck yeah. still valid. Yeah, because like, you know, then I walk back in there and they just still look at me like I'm a schmuck. They're like, oh, how's your music career going, dude? Because, you know, everywhere I fucking. Damn. Yeah, no, there's just condescending See? people everywhere you go. That's what you say, fuck still valid. Can you say it one more time? Fuck Steel Valley. All right, he said it for me. Now you gotta say it yourself. It'll make you feel better. Nah, I got my fucking owner is gonna fucking try to cancel me. Man, what the fuck's he gonna the do? The fuck is he gonna yeah, do? Yeah, he ain't gonna do shit. If the bro. owner wait, 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 watches wait, wait, this on. episode, I will personally suck your dick. Okay, hold on. Wow. Let's take, a moment, let's take a moment of silence. You can't. You can't. Moment, moment of I mean, silence. just hold just on, to on. like clarify, isn't the goal that like you want as many people as possible to watch this show? Yes, bro. Controversy. All right. Con- <laughs> bro. Okay, then hold on. Give me. Give me. Hey. Send it to him. I, pre- I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, I don't give a fuck. Well, then I can't. I this can't. dad's probably knows the fucking owner. Probably. So. I'll send it to him. No, because you know how he fired me? He fired me through text. I'm like, he's like, you're sleeping on the job. I'm like, uh, what a puss. I'm like, he couldn't even call you in. No, I was going into work that night. He's just like, well, yeah, they said you were sleeping on the job. I'm like, how the fuck am I sleeping with dueling pianos playing right now? You know what I mean? So I, I don't hold any hate in my heart, but it's just like, I don't fuck with pretentious douchebags. That's See, just all. Yeah. They, they said they're firing you because you were still on the job and shit. Yeah, yeah they make jokes. I but, walked in there. And the but we know the real reason. We know the real reason. What's the real reason? Because you let that girl in with the guy ID. Yeah. So that's hey, the real Now let's reason. flip side that then. Look how they managed that. They Look did not that. care. It's Pride Month and they in didn't Pride care. Pride Month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck that's canceled. That's cancelable. That's all Put I your can fucking say. $10 beers that are fucking half the size of a normal pint glass. Fuck Exactly. That's bullshit. I don't like to spread hate, but... No. We actually like to stop hate here. Yes. Yeah. Specifically yeah. Asian hate. Yeah. That's okay. why when the bar, like, fires a, a worker for being inclusive... It's bullshit, man. It's trying yeah. to make America great again, man. We didn't hate first. The right way. We just recognized right. their the right hatred. Way. I agree. I agree with you. I'm going to look back on this in years and be like, why the fuck did I talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's all love. I hope Listen, literally, the out. next time that I'm at Steel Valley, literally... Ordering a fucking. I'm gonna get escorted out. <laughs> I'm literally gonna be like, "Fuck!" I remember this podcast. We were like, literally all sitting there getting a little lit, and we started talking shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're gonna look around like, and be like, "Fuck this place." <laughs> little Lucy. Yeah, so yeah, I'll look around, just be like, <sighs> "Fuck you guys." <laughs> like, well, <let's laughs> fuck Steel Valley. On, a, yeah, on, on another note, I just can't wait till the day where I get to make that one music video. Like, you know how uh, the baby did Shug, and he just had all the different jobs he worked? Bro, I sold fucking high-speed internet. I worked at a bakery. I worked at Shreveport's Bakery. Uh, I worked at a Burger King. Um, I've done Amazon warehouse work. I was a mechanic for a week. I was a fucking field agent for True Green Lawn Care. I had During COVID, I had to go knock on doors, and these people were coughing in my face. And I'm trying to sell, yeah, I'm trying to sell lawn care. So basically, the whole reason I brought that up is because when that music video comes, I'm gonna have so many different outfits. It's gonna be awesome. I was a construction worker at one point. Oh wow! You know? um, yeah. Now I'm a server. No, what's gonna be great is when you make it and you buy Steel Valley. <laughs> well, well, first of all, I probably wouldn't want to invest in anything no, over no. here. Yeah, I'm just saying that. End. Buy Steel Valley and then sell that shit just to piss <laughs> off the owner. Fuck well, that guy. I always thought about like buying the. You know, everyone talks about I'm gonna buy my high school just to shut it down. 
some shit like that. I've never heard that. You got you guys. People say that. I would never ask for this high school. That would be that'd be a terrible investment. You'd lose money. No, yeah, no. I have love for all the high schools I went through. All the you know education bullshit. You know, fuck all the schools I went to. I went to a lot of them too. Fuck well, you were going to school out in fucking the sticks and Rogers, like you were saying, bro. Like, what yeah. the fuck goes on? Like, what's your recess like? When yeah, you're bro. What did you guys fucking do out there? Did you guys like shove corn up your asses? <laughs> no, I don't know about the other guys, but not me. Not uh, your friend. I right? was, I was riding. He full said, bro, we did way more than one <laughs> shock of corn. <laughs> I say, I was riding full dirt bikes. <laughs> Them guys, I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but I chill at home doing my own thing. That's I went to a I went to a private school. Now I have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, such a fucking failure, Luke. I was gonna be a mechanical engineer, and then I just look how the it. tables turned for you. Like, <laughs> Ursula, hey, Ursula Irish is finest. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> just a bunch of Ursula degenerates from Irish. Northeast Ohio, Mahoning County. Man, I'm definitely a gambling yeah, what's addict. What's going on with like the fucking Catholic? school sports around here really what do you mean why is like mooney and ursuline not like winning state championships but ursuline went to the kids are small ursuline's going it gets pretty far they went to the state championship yeah two years ago uh, ed i think his name was that fuck mcleroy or some shit demarcus yeah dude he's a dog i used to work out at vsn with like you know blaine who was on your show we used to all train there but like yeah his dad was one of the trainers there working us out and then um yeah, I remember seeing that kid in there, just like in the eighth or seventh grade, working out. You could tell he's yeah. just a natural born athlete. He was a and bro. He ran all over that division his senior year. He was he, a freshman when I was. They a almost senior. won that state game, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was there. My brother was a freshman at the time. No, Ursuline's not bad. Um, I would attribute it, bro. Honestly, I would attribute. It, oh shit, I would attribute it to a couple things. Um, number one, it's gotta be like inflation. Catholic schools, private schools in general, they just keep costing more and more sure. and more. Uh, so there's that. And then also offsetting the fact that, like, we have a population around here, at least, northeast Ohio, where, like, it's not growing. You know what I mean? It's not staying the same either. It's decreasing. I mean, it makes sense. The population was always older. Yeah. You know what I mean? More people moving other places. Cause there's a lot <laughs> of better places than Youngstown, Ohio. Listen, I like to yeah. say, I live on the philosophy, this is a great place to be from, but not the best to live in. Yeah, it's factual. The East Palestine fucking train wreck or whatever. Yeah. Like, I was literally getting on a flight that same night. I'm leaving from Sarasota. I went to Nashville, and all these people on the plane in Nashville were like, dude, where are you going? Like, where are you heading? I said, oh, I'm going to um, Youngstown, Ohio. That's where I live. They're like, isn't that, like, remotely close to that train wreck? Because this is, like, right when it happened. I was like, hey, I'm about 25 minutes north of that. And they were all freaking out. My own cousin was, like, so afraid to send me back up there. And I was just like, fuck it. You know, no one talks about that shit either. And it's just like, we're probably drinking microplastics every day of our life. Dude, those people are, like, ripping their carpets out of their house and shit because it just has, like, chemical stench. Dude, it's one of the biggest natural, or not even natural, it was, um... Biggest train wreck or some shit. Yeah. I actually just went through Palace another day. What does it look like? Yeah. Bro, it looks like the fucking same shit it was. I mean, like, I was at my girl's house (laughs) the night... Bro, I, I was at my girl's house the night... Night it happened, and her parents went, was going to Italy, and they're firefighters and uh, EMTs. So we had to probably push the trick back, right? No, bro, they're on a plane, and like they're like when they right before they took off or some shit. He's like, her dad says, "I smell a fire happening or some shit gonna happen tonight or something." I don't know. He said something like that. Literally, they land in Italy, gets a text from us saying, "Yeah, a train fucking blew up," and they're like, 
We're freaking the fuck out. Like, we're not really freaking. I'm like, do you think that's a conspiracy? No, no. That shit was just literally the simple fact. What was the, whatever, the fucking train company, they said... Bro, that train was on fire. It was moving yeah. on fire it was on 12 miles. Have yeah, it was on the, fire in, like, a new... It was on fire in Salem. Have you seen the they tracks? Were yeah, yeah they were pretty, pretty, so, so, the video cut bro, off. Bro, this is about to be legendary, bro. Right? What are you doing? Come on, you four, ready? So if you, have, yeah, if you have, if you haven't put it together, the video cut off, and now we're doing S- SMRs. Um, ASM- fuck, I'm drunk. Um, now we're, now yeah, now we're doing ASMRs. Um, All right, that was the last one. Last one. Ready? We've got about ten minutes left. Um, imagine ten minutes of that. That was a bad one. Fuck it. Come on. Oh wow. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. have to wrap this up um because my camera is running out of space look at you you're such a free spirit so you said 10 minutes we got more things to talk about let's talk about it real quick and something i want to ask earlier okay we could do that he said he already said he never fucking heard about it never heard how about that fucking dad shit and his three kids like lined up in his fucking field in ohio like in like some part of ohio okay did they deserve it Bro, what the fuck do you mean he didn't deserve it? Well, he literally lined these motherfuckers up, pointed a gun, and went pop, pop, pop. That's fucked up. One of the, okay, so the one actually got away. He ran, chased it down, pulled him back, put him back in the line, and they killed him. Did you say he chased Jesus. it down? Chill out now. You can't be saying that. Jesus. He chased Jesus. it down. I mean, once again, did they did they deserve it? 
<laughs> no, they were only 11, 11 6, and 4. Nobody's watching this far. Uh, he might have, he might yeah, have too out. But then again, I did say the Titanic people that died deserved it. So I fucking which, they did, which, which they did, okay? If you're paying $250,000 to go in a submarine that's like unproven, of course you deserve it, bro. Well, at what point does personal responsibility not a factor? I could just drop in the water. Fuck, I can't swim that well. They say, like, realistically, you could drown on the teaspoon. <laughs> I'm a fat guy. We float. That noise. I'm fat. And I can do a run. You can meter. You can float. Yeah, I'll show that down, bro. <laughs> I'll fucking have my head in the water. Hey, my dad always said I'm not. I'm not fat. I'm big bone. There's a difference, bro. So how about this shit? Growing up, people were telling me that. I'm like. Brother. Remember? No, no, no. So I'm like, I'm nine years old. I go to the doctor. I'm like. Is there such thing as big bone? And then like, no. Both <laughs> my fucking dreams. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not fat. I'm big bone. All the way to nine years old. I go to the doctor and says, is there anything big bone? Is there, is there anything hard? Hey. Like, no. Oh. Like, that's part of obesity. Do you remember when you would play like the Wii Sports? <laughs> like the Wii Sports? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You remember the uh, Wii Sports shit where you could like uh, they had like the Wii Fit where you could have like a stand on that thing. Yeah, and they would like weigh you and make your avatar fat or skinny. I'll never forget, bro. I was the last one. I made sure I was the last one in my family to step on that board. As soon as I stepped on that fucking board, my avatar grew and said I was morbidly obese at the age of eleven. I was like, fuck. Never bro, playing this shit bro. again. Bro, I would never get on that fucking thing. I don't. I only play the one where you guys can like play the baseball games and this is shit. My favorite game on the Wii, Michael Jackson, bro. Be it, like what? The yeah, Michael Jackson right? fucking sport, like just dance thing deal. Oh, oh that's yeah. Right. yeah. Did you I'm just, dance bro, like just Michael Jackson one though, like uh, all the songs, yeah. bro. By far, best fucking game on the Wii. It was so good. Well, fellas, we are going to run out of time. Um, is there anything that you would like to say about, like, the last straight beer, for example, or, you know, kids hey, getting listen, shot? I don't know if they're straight or not, but... Those are fucking amazing. Drecker, That's my first one today. Drecker Brewing in, in North Dakota. There we go. I mean, they're, they're probably straight. It tastes like a smoothie. I, I, or they're, like, undercover gay fantastic. over there. Whatever they are, they're fantastic. Well, I can what I'll end on is this. Fox Hill Valley. <laughs> Possibly, no. Um, <laughs> you know, just a collective of everything that we spoke about, man. All I can say is, um, you know, just keep moving forward. Anybody listening, you got anything going on in your life, just harness in on, or hone in on it. Build, you know, let it create something, whether it's making music, you're making a pie. I don't know, fucking, just do whatever you're feeling to make yourself prosperous. I mean, I'm a musician. I go by the name of Doubted. Um, you may or may not know me. Um, that's probably bound to change and you know i have a lot of great stuff coming out i'm working my ass off and i got my brothers by me man and they lifted me up and uh you know you know i'm a goofy guy if you couldn't tell but uh i'm finally learning how to love myself and enjoy life and uh you know i'm writing my writing my ass off you know making connections that nobody believed in me that i could do and uh you know i got one step in front of the other and i know what the fuck i'm worth Okay. And I know what I'm about to do. So if you haven't invested in me, if you haven't listened to me, take the chance. Search me up. Doubted with a three, not a knee. And um, I bet you I'll shock you. Mm-hmm. 
So I think you guys have inspired me. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna actually start dropping something. Yeah, this guy. Any fucking drop something? I'm gonna quit being a bitch. There we go. You only live once. That's the motto. Yeah. 100%. I wanted to say. What I skip? I'll come back here whenever you want. By the way. All right, bet. Whenever you want. I'll come back next week. Yeah. I'm a little intoxicated, so I was like all over the place, and I was catching deficits, so like. In, I was basically freestyling this whole shit, you know, so like... This is what a podcast I, is. For sure, right off the dome. Look at us. I know. Number three, yeah. number one, for, we third. broke your virginity, we popped your cherry. <laughs> they popped it. I'm oozing, dog. We popped your cherry pop in the head, man. It's a third time, third time to charm, man. Luke, it's always a pleasure being on your show, brother. Of course. Love what you're doing, and you know what? You're going to keep leveling up, man. Fuck all the outside noise, you know, the whole theme of it. Just be yourself, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Keep leveling up, fuck the outside noise, and keep going, bro, because no one's going to tell you to stop loving yourself. Alrighty, I, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate yeah, you both. Down on all platforms. He's wearing fucking Travis Scott's, yo. Respect to this guy. And on that note, I think that's a great note to end on. Oh, wait, this is the last thing you got to listen to, right? So, Pringles. Hit your boy up. It's like the fifth time. No, no, this is the last, last, last one, best one. Ready? That's it. You already run back on your thing or what? This guy thinks he's sweet. Watch this. I'm gonna post the highlights on my own YouTube reel because he thinks he's sweet. I'm about to whip his fucking ass. All right, everybody. We're gonna run out of time. We're driving home.